And we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. With me here today is Mary Stowe, social media manager and host at Destructoid. How you doing, Mary? I'm good. Then we have John Frischa, indie developer and managing editor over at The Escapist. What's up, John? Just happy to be here, Brett. Good, good, good. Then we have the king daddy dilf of the podcast, Brett Larson. How you doing, Brett? I'm good because we have a special guest. He's going to carry us tonight. The special guest here tonight is the one and only Retro Gaming Tube 85. <laughs> Sean Long, RGT 85. Not, Not many wrong. people know what the RGT stands for. You just made it a thing. I've, actually, that's... I've always well, wondered. I, I, yeah, that, it was originally Retro Gaming Tube 85. And then um, Gilly the Kid, who's a fellow YouTuber, was like, you're going to hate that name. And I was like, why? He was like, because my name <laughs> so used to be long. Retro City Zone, and it's so long, so I changed it. And I was like, eh, nah. But then I was like, yeah, this sucks. So I, I definitely <laughs> changed it. I mean, it, it seemed like right sure, when you uh, changed it, it really started blowing up, like around well, that did. time. I mean, well, I mean, it also was I was making more stuff on it, too, because, like, you got to remember, when I, when I started that channel, I was still running NE and um, yeah. doing videos on there. So this was just, like, a side project, but it started just blowing up so i mean you know you gotta you gotta go where the where the greenbacks are yeah it's crazy how how long you sort of did like three jobs at once like you were actually working at like what like a pharmacy and then yeah, I was, I was doing nintendo enthusiast pharmacy yeah, and doing so, nintendo wow. enthusiast and doing retro gaming too so yeah yeah it was a. Uh... I didn't have much of a social life, but I mean, in, in the end, it worked out. So, you know, I, I don't regret it. Exactly. Well, Sean, we have you here for a reason today is because you've been up on all the news when it comes to switch backwards compatibility. There's lots of rumors about the next piece of hardware and what it's going to do backwards compatibility wise. Is it going to play switch games? Are they going to require some type of patch or update? It's going to have two different innards that one is a switch. The other one is the new hardware. Are they going to pull a DS situation and put a Game Boy Advance in there along with the DS insides? So, yeah, bring us up to speed on everything. What's going on? What's happening? Tell us. First and foremost, nobody knows anything. Um, everyone that's talking about this is just strictly speaking from a speculative relative standpoint we don't even know what the hell the system is going to be we don't even know if it's going to be a hybrid system if it's going to be a switch what what it is going to be you would assume that it would be an upgraded beefier nintendo switch with maybe a few more bells and whistles but this is <clears throat> nintendo we're talking about here they never seem yeah. to do what you want them to do or what you think is the proper move you got to remember everyone wanted you know a more powerful console after the wii and then the wii u came out and it didn't really work out all that well and, and nintendo just they, they do what they want to do mini disc cartridges instead of disc-based medium which made them lose square enix they will take an l to do what they think is a w so it's all just speculation mvg who has literally made games for the nintendo switch has decided because there's there's this chart there's this chart that people keep showing. And <laughs> I keep like, seeing oh, that. It's going to have backwards compatibility. It says it on this chart. And it's like, no, it doesn't. You are reading the chart incorrectly. It says software. <laughs> software is not indicative of retail software. More than likely, this is talking about your Nintendo account, your Nintendo Switch Online account, meaning that whatever you have now will transfer over to the new system so you can play the retro systems that are available on there. So if you have the Expansion Pack Plus, you're not going to lose out on your systems. They'll transfer over to the next system. 
system. It might not be called Nintendo Switch Online, can be called Nintendo Services Online, keeping the NSO branding, something like that. Who really knows? But that chart is not indicative of the fact that there's guaranteed backwards compatibility, because when you look at the last generation that we got, which was the Wii U, the Wii U is not backwards. There's the Switch isn't backwards compatible with the Wii U. Why? Because of the medium. All right, let's get back to the topic at hand, though. The problem is, is that these games were designed on a Tegra X1 chip. And obviously, Nintendo is going to move on from a Tegra X1 chip and whatever their new system is going to be. Because if they didn't, there wouldn't be a point to the new system because it would still be using the same chip, thus uh, producing the same results. So in order for games to run on something that's not on a Tegra X1 chip, even if it's with NVIDIA, they would have to recompile all of the data in order to make it functional on there. Now, I'm going to be saying a lot of tech talk like that that I don't fully understand. I'm just looking at it from an idiot perspective. But even from an idiot perspective, there are <laughs> things that can you can look at and be like, huh? You know, that's actually going to be pretty interesting here. But that's one of the things that's going on with it. Um, They, they could do, you know, when you talk about how Xbox does things. Well, when you look at the Xbox Series X, it's able to play, you know, all these different systems. But that's because it's emulating the systems that it's wanting to do. It's not like there's an Xbox 360 inside of the system. It's just able to emulate the Xbox 360 games on the Xbox Series X and stuff like that. So Nintendo yeah. would actually have to put, an emulator for the switch if they wanted to go that route in order to play switch two games then you have the whole fact that you have the cartridge based medium which is kind of where it starts to trickle into the idiot perspective aka my perspective because i don't know the tech <laughs> stuff when you look at it from a cartridge based yeah. perspective there are games right now that are coming out that aren't all on the cartridge you have to download massive amounts of stuff why is that because the cartridge is still so expensive why do you think you're paying 70 dollars for tears of the kingdom i don't care what anyone says i don't care about development costs i don't care about the time it took to develop this game the only reason in my opinion and this cannot be disproven is because nintendo is the for the first time they're having to use a 16 gigabyte cartridge this is the first time that they've had to, oh, no, no, excuse me, the 32 big gigabyte cartridge, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. Which yeah. is a bigger cartridge, which costs more money. That's the only reason they're doing it. And I, if that was the case, they would charge $70 for every game. But back to what we were getting at here. So you're going to have this cartridge-based medium, which hasn't really gone down in price because it's a proprietary cartridge that it's not like a Blu-ray disc where everyone uses a Blu-ray disc and they cost pennies. These actually cost substantial amounts of money. So you're going to have these bigger games on this new system that's 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 just gonna magically work you're gonna have a, another cartridge slot here like you had you brought up the ds and the game boy advance nintendo quickly got rid of that game boy cartridge and every revision of that system because of the fact that it cost them money and there was you know seeping into their profits so all the good reiterations that had a better screen for the ds like the ds Lite and the dsi they didn't have a game boy cartridge they got rid of that stuff and then of course we get to really the final thing the hottest, biggest selling game right now on the Nintendo Switch, and one of the best selling video games of all time is a Wii U port that you could not have on your Switch because of the fact that the Wii U uses discs and the, the Switch uses a cartridge. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Looking at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, what have they done this generation? Did they make a Mario Kart 9? No. They added in additional content. They added in all these courses into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Now they're adding in characters with people like Birdo. There are still waves of DLC to come with this, and it's going to have so many more tracks. You're going to sit there and tell me you're going to sit there and tell me that Nintendo is going to allow you to play their biggest moneymaker that's on the Switch, and they're going to just release a Mario Kart 9 on, on whatever the successor is? 
Or are they going to repackage Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with all the courses, with all the new characters, add in a couple maybe new courses and new characters, and then repurpose that game? Because they don't want you to have backwards compatibility. Companies don't want you to have backwards compatibility. Companies want you to rebuy things. That's why remasters and, you know, that's why The Last of Us got remastered. That That's twice. the reason why. Because they want <laughs> twice. Because they wanted you to buy the game again, and it worked. And it, it worked, and it obviously works because of the fact that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best-selling game. So I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. And nobody's saying that it's a foregone conclusion that the system will or will not have it. People are just giving opinions as to why and why not. And, you know, MBG gave his opinion as a developer. It would be very difficult to get the current Switch games to run on a new hardware that's obviously more you know, powerful beyond a Tegra X1 chip without having to recompile all of the data. And will companies be willing to do that? Looking at it from a perspective of just how Nintendo does things, backwards compatibility is never a foregone conclusion. The fact that you have this physical medium that they're using with this system and then just sort of, you know, are they going to stick with that? If they don't stick with that, how the hell are you going to play your Switch games on there? They're going to have a special slot for it. And then, of course, you have the fact that the best-selling game on the current platform is a game that was available on your previous platform that did not have backwards compatibility. Nintendo is a company. They're not your friend. They're a business. Yeah, speaking of Nintendo and backwards compatibility. <laughs> uh, Jesus, Sean, you, you could literally just cut all of that and paste it on your channel, and there's a video right there. Just another video. Tomorrow, that, that, that's actually go. how my yeah, videos. Did it. There you go. That's how my videos happen, actually. It's it's that's literally I mean, I, what I do. I edit them. And yeah, you edit them, it, so you know. I'm impressed, though, by how long like you're able rehearsed. to go without looking at notes without breathing and with and, yeah. and without fumbling your words you. i was like <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, that's, that's 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 a pretty good knowledge man i'm impressed with some of the stuff mm -hmm. you uh, educated even me on like i i feel like i have a pretty good knowledge of things and uh there's stuff that i just feel like a complete idiot when it comes down to it um this kind of reminds me of a little bit of and, and it may not even be this serious but like with the ps3 why they're still not able to do backwards compatible with that because of the cell what was it the cell microprocessor they use that they still can't figure a way to make those games run on current hardware other than through emulation which is insane to me with the technology and the geniuses that they have working on games and uh i wonder if it's going to be something like that where it's just it's just not possible i mean uh, look can well, can look, you guys look, picture a world though where no, none of our purchases carry over. Like that would actually be pretty crazy. I can, so and I'll tell you why. He nailed it exactly. They are a business. They're not your friends. Yeah. Yes, still though. Yes, like at the end of the it's day, twenty twenty three. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, on paper, all gamers want to be able to play all their games on one system. But how often does that really happen? Like Xbox is one of the only ones that have truly nailed it. And well, that's because uh, the other they companies. Have to. Right. Yeah, they Xbox gotta find has to. Xbox has where they to have that in order to yeah. stay yeah. alive and stay relevant by yeah, allowing that, that, all that's, that's kind of what's yeah that's I mean if, that's, I, if, that's if I'm, doesn't really if do I'm being honest much. though if I'm being honest I do prefer Xbox's mindset on this where you buy it once you have it forever and you never have to worry about it and if new hardware comes out there's a high chance of whatever you bought 10 15 years ago is going to get some type of upres or HDR support or, fat, or a better FPS that's better to me than remastering a game like the last of us that already looked good making it look even better and selling it for the 70 problem, though, the problem though is the last of us is selling like 
ungodly amounts again. Too. I mean, I'm not so saying just, my opinion's popular. Just, it's it's obviously but, not. No, no. For us as gamers, of course, but but for these, for like uh, execs working for these companies, they're like Sony just reap like uh, call it a remaster or a remake, whatever you want to call it. The last one, they just redid it again for a third time. And like it's selling like an insane amount. I don't know if we if we have any official numbers on it, but I know obviously the HBO the show boosted it, yeah, a lot. Oh yeah, the yeah. show's sure. been going absolutely crazy. But even, yeah, sure. I, I'm thinking even without the the show, it still is going to do some great numbers. And so like it, it, these guys are looking at this and they're going, they just sold it again for the third time, the exact same game, and still made a ton of money. So why would we make everything backwards compatibility when we could continue to just resell the game over and over and over? I hate yeah. it, but it's with with Nintendo specifically though. You got to think that. I mean, do you think with Nintendo's online service that sooner or later, like as generations go on, they keep they keep morphing in more consoles into that service, and it becomes sort of this this like uh, Game Pass type service, but only for all their like older catalog? Or do you think they they end things at like uh, GameCube or something, or will it go yeah. on to Wii somehow or? Well, Sean, what do you think I mean, about that? Well, the thing is, the thing about Game Pass is Game Pass also removes games on there, too. Right. We haven't seen Nintendo remove any Yeah, that games would suck if Nintendo started doing that. <laughs> I would, I mean, most of the stuff, but... I assume there's licensing and stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't really know. I don't think you'll ever see... <sighs> Maybe, maybe GameCube. Maybe I just feel like I just feel like the GameCube. There's so much potential. remaster potential. There's yeah. so much remaster right. potential there's because you already have a just, rumor. Yeah, like I don't know. I and I almost yeah. feel like that's that's what Nintendo thinks as well. You know. Yeah. Right. I mean, shit. They just ported a uh, Skyward Sword with like maybe a, like a minor up up res. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, but those right. I don't. I don't think it. they. I don't think they plan on slowing down on re-releasing stuff as opposed to just going with the Nintendo Online. Right. I think John. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Probably I got a few things in the tank by now. But uh, <laughs> even if we're just going by the rumors, like it sounds like we have two Zeldas and an F Zero probably coming from GameCube. So yeah. yeah, like yeah, there's there's if as long as that capability exists, it really doesn't make much sense from Nintendo's perspective financially to just start releasing that to NSO if they can get suckers to spend like forty bucks a pop on each game, like that's that's or literally 60 money. Or 70. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I want to spend seventy dollars on Twilight Princess. I think that's reasonable. No upgrades. Mary, just do it. <laughs> Mary, where's your mind at on all this? I was gonna say, don't ask me how much I'd pay for Zelda because I'm a sucker for Zelda. Um, Skyward Sword, your favorite Zelda game? Get off this podcast. Yeah, I like Twilight Princess too. Uh, Underrated. No, it's funny that we're having this discussion because, like, of course, just with how the internet is, like, I hadn't even thought about backwards compatibility with the Switch until today, and then I was like. Oh wait, yeah, like that could be a thing, that, or that could not be a thing. And then I was thinking about like the history of backwards compatibility that like Nintendo has. Like you could play GameCube games on certain like Nintendo Wii models. You could play Wii games on Wii U, uh, like the handhelds. You could play DS games on 3DS. So it's like there is a bit of a history, but there's also these weird jumps from like Wii U, which is a disc like version game. All of a sudden we have the Switch, which is cartridge based, and it's like. Do they go back to discs? Do we stay as cartridges? It's 
kind of a funky place to be as far as like where they could go next with it, I think. And and will Nintendo ever go back to having two different like a, a handheld and a home console or or, or will they forever stay no. a switch? Handheld. Uh, what do you guys say about that? I think it's handhelds are dead. It's hybrid, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. hybrid has to be it from from here going on. Yeah, so I mean, if it ain't, it's the major differentiator. Here's something that I think. <laughs> here's something that I think a lot of people aren't considering. I think Nintendo expands Nintendo Switch Online or NSO, uh, the next generation beyond just their hardware. I think they they put it on mobile devices. They have an app where you play this, the games that are available on NSO on a mobile device. Mm. That'd be good. That'd be smart. Because really, I mean, mobile so- devices are handheld <clears throat> devices. Denver, right. I could play it on like G-Force. Block that? <laughs> Maybe, but to what extent do you imagine the, the app playing into that? What do you mean? Like, I mean, do you mean you literally think Nintendo is going to have games strictly for the phone or no, like no, no, broadcast well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the phone? Or... No, 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 I'm talking about the, the retro stuff. Excuse me, I, I didn't clarify. Oh, okay. Like the retro okay. stuff. Well, that's well, well, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's that that's going to go cool. to mobile devices as, yeah. as, a, I can see as a thing okay. where you could do something maybe even a little bit cheaper yeah. than it is for the, the hardware side of things because of the mm-hmm. fact that on the hardware side of things, you, of course, get DLC for various games. Um that's already a part of it, you know, like your Mario Kart DLC and stuff like that. So maybe at a discounted price, but I could definitely see them doing something like that because I think they think that that's their new handheld market with the success of their handheld games thus far. Right. Especially if they can sell a new, like specific mobile centric controller peripheral for like another 40 Mm -hmm. bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Generous. Then we'd all um, lose our shit and go buy it and then never use it because we've got a Switch anyways. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh my like god, that. I can play Super Mario World on my <laughs> right. phone. I'm not. Like the N64 but I controller. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope, Gosh. right? But I think on the subject of uh, backwards compatibility, the sticking point for me is the fact that at least as far as like consoles go, not strictly handheld. Right now, Nintendo is has the biggest audience it has ever had and i just have to imagine it's reluctant to just start from zero again which would effectively Mm. be the case if they transfer nothing except nso nso as itself in its current incarnation is not particularly valuable as itself so if you say that's the singular thing that's being transferred from nintendo switch to whatever a new console generation is it's just not that appealing and there's not much of a guarantee that people will jump to a new console strictly based on that so i think there's so many indie games and people have built up such large libraries of even just these smaller games like even i have a pretty large library of these smaller games it just feels like a a hard pill to swallow that nintendo is going to be like "Mm, we're starting from scratch now i just can't picture it 350 400 dollars on this new device and we're starting over again because I mean, like, think like there it's are not like you of... lose that that system though. Right, you don't lose right. that system. That's, that's kind of my that mindset too, right? That is true. And and still, I... <laughs> and the crossover too. You got to look at the crossover times. I mean, we're still getting new games for PS4 and Xbox. Mm-hmm. We're going into this is now the third year. The third year, there, yeah. There's no end Which... in sight for it. So yeah, I I do see a, a world where Nintendo could potentially just kind of 
you know, because the whole point that they always make that sh that should scare the, sh the hell out of people, but it never does. It. <laughs> Every time they talk about new hardware, we need to find something new and fun and innovative. Mm -mm. And it's I like, hate innovation. Like you've, <laughs> so like you've got it. No, you have like, it right now. You, you figured it out. You solved the Rubik's Cube. Look at your right. sales. <laughs> but they always they always say that. And that to yeah. me. Just that doesn't mean a new switch. That that means some yeah. weird other thing. It like, sucks because, I mean, all and, everyone and wants is a more powerful switch, and they're not going to do it. Yeah. Let's remember something though. During the the heyday of that um, backwards compatibility, who was running Nintendo? It was Awada, who was a yeah. gamer first and a businessman second. Th uh, this new guy. He's he's Bowser. straight up says I'm business. No, no, no. Yeah. Bowser Bowser doesn't do no, anything. Oh, yeah. the old yeah, 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 kind of American account. Yeah, Furukawa. Yeah. Furukawa literally says straight up, I'm a businessman. Like yeah. that's a completely different mentality that I don't think Jim Ryan over there in Japan, the Japanese. Look at version. Jim Ryan. I mean, look at <laughs> leave Jim, Jim Ryan out of this. Jim Ryan. <laughs> Take his name out of your mouth right now, Brett. Oh okay, leave him alone. <laughs> This is a Nintendo podcast, right not now. a Sony podcast. He's in <laughs> well, Brussels. Where do you where do you figure that out? <laughs> yeah, he's in Brussels. <laughs> All right. Well, to be fair, it would be cool if there it turns out their new consoles like a cube that like shoots out a hologram and you like throw it on the floor and <laughs> start just, playing. Like to, yeah, to yeah, to, to Sean's point, like what what else can they do? Like they've reinvented the wheel with consoles so fucking many times. Like, what else can you do? You I'm know, scared like, it's gonna I, be something waggle I, or something. <laughs> like it's something gonna, that... they're they're gonna they're going to try too hard and swing and miss like they did with the Wii U. And it's going to be so disappointing because like Sean said, you figured it out. The switch is like almost a perfect console. If you could get it more powerful, it is like the perfect then you're done. experience in gaming. Mm. Like that's, that's all you need <laughs> to be able to I mean, sit and play on your TV or bring the, the handheld upstairs and play like that's it. That's, that's the perfect uh, uh, console in my opinion. I'm just saying with Sony, they really went hard on gamers first with the PlayStation 4 and look what happened that generation. Nintendo went really hard gamers first with the Switch. They don't even they didn't even have who they don't even have Netflix on this thing. They are so focused <laughs> yeah. on gamers and games <laughs> with this generation and look they what happened YouTube with Switch. <laughs> yeah, they do have YouTube. <laughs> okay. It wasn't yeah, very yeah, much though, was it? No, no, it wasn't. So. It took yeah, like three years to, to get you two. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they have Crunchyroll now? Yes. Yeah. 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 YouTube and they got the weebs. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. And Hulu. I watch Hulu on it actually a lot, like every morning, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. But it, but I mean, we, we already know that Nintendo's playing their own game. Well, like Sony and Nintendo Microsoft are like they're fighting in one corner. Nintendo's just doing their own thing in the other corner. So it makes sense that it's not like the the all-in-one inclusive console like the the PS4 and PS5 and Xbox is with all the apps and everything. Nintendo's right. their own yeah. worst enemy with this next generation. Like, what are they going to do? Is it going to be cool or is it going to be the Wii U, the kid's <laughs> tablet, the kid's uh, little uh, Fisher-Price toy that the Wii U was? I'm not saying it didn't have great games, but yeah. it, the, the, the hardware Wii. just did not appeal the, to a yeah. lot of people. The, the Super Switch, like the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo... Super Switch. Tell me that yeah. wouldn't just roll off the tongue. That would be like, so cool if they actually did that. Switch would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the greatest be thing Nintendo ever People did. People just thank Nintendo Seriously. for having no innovation. Like you yeah. did it, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Please, <laughs> just keep things the same. <laughs> yeah. You don't always but, re have to reinvent the wheel. And I, right. I don't understand right. why. You know, I, I almost wish 
like although it was such a big detriment to Sega, at least you had a balance between Sega of Japan and Sega of America. Because at at the at the Sega's heyday, they were two completely different companies. That's why yeah. you got Sonic the Hedgehog two and Sonic right. CD. Because Sonic right. CD was supposed to be Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because that's what Japan wanted. But North America was like, no, Sega America was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do Sonic 2, this game. And so it, it always created a bit of tension, um, which you can find out in my book, The Complete Guide to the wow. Sega 32 wow. Where can you buy that book? Pimping your uh, book. Uh, hey, is this real? <laughs> he, wow, this, this book, yeah, he, he really did. Eric, link it in the description. No, it's fine. Um... <laughs> But like the, the the thing of it is is Nintendo of America is nothing. Like I don't I can't stress <laughs> how Nintendo of America is absolutely nothing. And I think I think Kit and Krista um leaning Oh John, or, John's favorite. <laughs> Kit Kit and Krista is a big do, do we They're like them the or only no? Patreon yeah. that subscribe we, to. We like they them. Get, they uh, get, I've never watched them, but we like them. I've never um, seen them either. They get mentioned at least once on every week. <laughs> <laughs> not every week but a lot of weeks i, yeah. I think Pretty, it goes yeah. to show you that when kit and krista were let go from nintendo and they're they're doing their own thing now and they make predictions and how wrong their predictions always are no disrespect <laughs> um that goes to show you how little nintendo of america like does EBA, they're literally yeah. a pr company they send out tweets they do marketing they do this that and the other doug bowser has absolutely no input in how nintendo of japan handles things it's a very old guard mentality yeah and i feel like they could use a little western influence from time to time not a, not not like sony i, I you know i think I mean, sony, sony went too far they're i think too, sony went too, too far, far west. um with yeah. with some of the things you know I, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be but with some of the things yes you know they did go too far but i feel like nintendo could potentially be that perfect balance but they just don't have that Western influence and they still just go by Japanese culture for everything for better or worse. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the, the last time that Nintendo did something specifically trying to just target the Western audience. And the first thing that's coming to mind is the original super Mario movie. Yeah. <laughs> with um What's, what's his name? John Leguizamo. Dennis, Bob yeah, Leguizamo. Yeah. 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 That was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not even a word if, that describes how atrocious I mean, that was if you were watching it like i don't know five years old or whatever i was it was pretty solid like well, yeah i mean back then <laughs> anything was impressive you know it wasn't yeah. quite registering that i was watching like insane nonsense but like right. it, yeah, just, it, it was all right came out of just but, ideas um, that came out of a bathroom in a nightclub after snorting some cocaine <laughs> that's what that movie was now i i did want to return to one of sean's points that uh yeah and he's right that if if whatever the new switch is whatever the new console is called if it completely drops the old switch library all those old games are still on your switch that's absolutely true now if that happens though i think nintendo has kind of a unique challenge which is that they have to literally remind people what their switch is, which is that it's handheld, it's mobile. With consoles, when you buy the PlayStation 5, like maybe you still have your PlayStation 4 plugged in, but you're not using it for much, and eventually the thing just goes away. Like right now, the PlayStation 3 is literally tucked under my bed. The PlayStation mm -hmm. 4 is next to the PlayStation 5, but it's not plugged in. It's just there collecting dust. With Switch, you can literally just keep it plugged in in some wall and pull it out when you want right. to play it. But mm -hmm. you have to literally teach people that mentality because that's not something people are used to doing with a console. 
So if yeah. Nintendo decides to do this clean sweep, I th I literally think they're going to have to do a reminder campaign of the Switch is still good, even if we're moving on. Right. Mm -hmm. Still getting right. new games for probably like five years after the new hardware. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's that going to hang so many out in the wild. Yeah. But this is the company that made a, a long YouTube video about how to download DLC. You know, right, and you yeah. would figure like <laughs> they seem okay, so out like, of touch with stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think that, that, that that's outside of the realm of possibility for them, especially yeah. if if whatever they do, let's say it's not a switch. It, it is, you know, maybe just a dedicated home console. And then the switch somehow becomes the handheld or something. And they just keep mm. kind of supporting that with maybe smaller stuff. And then you have your bigger projects on this with all your $70 games. I, I don't know. I, it's a very weird transition. And I think people are just assuming the best and they don't realize that there are some Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, historically speaking, man, like that's not the, that's not the vibe you should be getting. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they don't do like straight up backwards compatibility, at least hopefully everything ties together like it has since the Wii U. Like you could tie your Nintendo account to the Wii U, which which was also the Switch, um, like the same account. So hopefully with this new account, you tie it to the new hardware and then all a developer has to do is like add a patch to their game and then boom, it's in your library. That would be like best case scenario if they do that. That would be that'd be worst case yes. scenario, but the best situation if, if it's easy for <laughs> these devs to port their games, which I can't imagine many will use the resources to do so if this doesn't just have backwards compatibility. Only right. like the biggest yeah. of the biggest, like Nintendo, like porting Breath of the Wild and then upcharging like $10 to have it in 4K or whatever this new hardware is. I have no idea. If it's even 4K, it's probably not. Right. <laughs> you, yeah. No, you do. You say right right there. Breath of the Wild. Perfect example. You do Breath of the Wild Complete Edition with, with slightly better visuals. It has the DLC that they released for it. $70. Splatoon 3 Complete Edition has all the DLC that they released for it. $70. Like, Mario Kart no 8, upcharge Deluxe, complete edition. No, you're charging seventy dollars. That's the only $70. way to put every yeah. single one. Why not? It sounds so like if a I own Breath of the Wild, so if I own <laughs> Breath of the Wild, and they're like, you can have it on this new hardware, but we're gonna charge you seventy dollars with, with, with all the DLC and enhanced visuals. Tell me that's uh, not something Nintendo would do. They 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 it do is. it all the it's time. Something I would buy too. It's something I would definitely <laughs> all buy. You have, yeah. All they have to do, all they have to do, is change the physical medium, and they have a built-in yeah. excuse for it. That's all they have yeah. to do. Oh, it just that's can't. It can't run on this. Whoops. That's the reason why you don't, ha why you can't play Wii games and GameCube games and Wii U games on your system because it's a different medium, and that they can just use that excuse all they want. Oh, you have to rebuy Skyward. Yeah, but this oh, is the digital to... future. There's there's like a fifty percent chance that this new hardware they come out with a skew that doesn't even take physical media right i mean look yeah. at xbox and playstation I, no, they, no. They go, they, no they'll go one more think, generation for sure yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. yeah i mean one games. skew one skew that's digital only and then maybe another one that's physical i'd say it's possible that nintendo does that they can love I their digital sales can i play my playstation 4 games that i bought discs on my digital only playstation 5 can i stick that disc in there no, because, I mean, that's your fault. Shouldn't have went physical. This is the digital future, you guys. <laughs> I refuse it. I refuse digital future. I don't know how you did it. I'm way too lazy to have discs. Yeah, me too. Just absolutely it's way too lazy. pure laziness for me, too. I'm definitely in the minority see things on, my on this shelf. show. <laughs> now, real quick, we uh, we did have a super chat from 
Rufflemutt, who says, I think that Nintendo is gone along with the Wada. Frowny, frowny face. face. Yeah, Jeez. important to mention the frowny face. Exactly. Um, <laughs> He's, that's... Now, how how long has Awada been gone now? It's been quite a while. Uh, yeah. It's been like 2016? 2017? Uh, uh, 20... uh, 2016. Right. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was 2016. July 11th, 2015. Wow. Yeah. But you have to remember. Eight years. The, uh, the Switch was his. You know, it right. didn't release when he was right. alive, but the Switch was his. It's obvious when you look at the Wii U. The Wii U was supposed to be the Switch, just the technology wasn't yeah, there. Wasn't quite Wii there. sales Absolutely. were jumping off, of, diving off of a cliff. Nobody was buying software either. So, like, <laughs> shit, we need to do something to like shout out the Wii U. But that was his idea. This whole generation is from a man who, like I said, once again, did things like backwards compatibility, but also did big risks and stuff like that and, and wanted to change things up. So his fingerprints are all over this. We haven't seen what Furukara does. We don't know what type of person he is. When you say you're a businessman to me, you want to nickel and dime me for everything I have because you see potential money opportunities. You want things like DLC. You want things look at the amount of DLC that we've gotten in games on the Switch versus historically ever. You could say that this is just a movement of, of how video games are going and stuff like that. But I don't know, like I, when I when I hear I'm a businessman versus I'm a gamer, then a businessman, that that should be warning signs for a lot of people mm -hmm. that that's yeah. that yeah. that's what I that's like something, uh, you know, a conversation between um, Sean Layden and, uh, the, you know, the hell's his name? I can't think of blanking out. Right? Who's the new guy? That guy. <laughs> Who's the guy yeah. at Sony now? Oh, well, oh, Ryan Ryan. Yeah, crying no, Jim um, Ryan. Jesus Christ. Oh, I thought you were talking <laughs> That's about... That's like a conversation. Uh, oh. I thought you were like talking about the dude from, from Gorilla Games who took over. What was his no, name? No, I'm talking about... Oh, Herman talking Hulse. About Herman Hulse. That's who I thought you were talking about. I'm talking about like the difference between Layden and Jim Ryan. Yeah. Like, we yeah. see what oh, yeah. Jim Ryan For does sure, and how yeah. it's very different and how it's There's much been a big more... Shift. It's it much more because... money, money, money based with Jim Ryan. You haven't been able to see what Furukara brings to the table yet, and I think it's going to yeah. be more of that Jim Ryan style. That's really unfortunate yeah, you, because I right. really like what what uh, Sean Layden has to say about like where AAA games are. Like he's 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 not of the mind that these games need to be bloated and overpriced, and you gotta like you gotta keep supporting them. He's against like games as service stuff a lot, and uh, it sucks that like he's like the complete opposite of Jim Ryan because I I don't like the direction Sony has gone. Obviously, as as I've <laughs> made it clear on this show, but. Uh, Anyway, back to Nintendo. Sean, do you got to leave soon? <laughs> like, do you want to give us any uh, final words? I'll, I'll I'll leave in fifteen minutes. This is the first. Oh, quarter. okay, we got I'll Sean survive. a little longer. All right, now if you're new to the place, because we we have uh, more viewers than usual, please hit that like button and subscribe. Me and Mary make videos on this channel every single week. We got rants, reviews, discussions, and this podcast every Tuesday at six p.m. Central Time, talking about Nintendo news with these great people. So yeah, and we're all just so devastatingly good looking. Exactly, right. that's, that's the even, main you thing. You can hear it. You can hear it in the podcast version. Unattractive exactly. people yeah. wouldn't have voices like these. Definitely uh, the for the Nintendo version. knowledge. Stay for the faces, <laughs> right, John? Isn't that there our new go. motto? Ah, <laughs> uh, anywho. Yeah, anywho. Um, next Nintendo hardware, Sean. When you see it uh, coming out, like. How how far out is this thing? That that a uh, Pokemon leak says Jesus. it could be this year. Uh, that don't make much <laughs> sense, right? Four chan though. Four chan has to be right. 
Or, or, or does it make sense? Because what do what do you have after Pikmin? And and let's say let's say I'm trying to think. I don't think Metroid's coming. I don't think Prime Four is coming out on the the basic Switch. I honestly don't. I I think it is. I've been saying on this podcast for like months and months that I think it could be a Breath of the Wild situation where it's just it's like I think so too. The nexus point. Yeah. Um. But that's a variant. But no. After after Pikmin. Like, it once again, when you look at the Legend of Zelda games, you look at every Zelda game from the past 20 years or so. You had uh, uh, Twilight Princess, which was Nintendo's last big game on the GameCube, also released on the Wii. You had Skyward Sword HD, then Nintendo, or Skyward Sword on the Wii. Nintendo did nothing. A year to the date of when Skyward Sword came out, the Wii U came out. Breath of the Wild. I mean, it, there's clearly a pattern here that Nintendo tends to do something either towards the right. start or it's signaling the end of what's to come. And when you talk about a game like Pikmin 4, let's be real, that game will sell two, three million copies, but it's obviously yeah. not going to have a major, major impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. going to have a major <laughs> impact. So I think, t- uh, you know, uh, if, if a successor or a, a, we assume it's successor, but if it's a different branch or something like that, that could come out at any point in time. I don't think it's, a, I, I wouldn't say 2023. I, I don't think that's realistic because when you look at what's being, because that DLC comes out in winter of 2023, which technically includes January and February because of fiscal year stuff. So that's technically 2024. <laughs> February 2024, you, you drop a switch right before you have your, um, investors meeting in march for the wrap-up of the fiscal year why not i think that's the sweet i think march 2024 is the sweet spot they do march again like they did in 2017 have that big initial launch at the beginning of the year it's it's almost like your own christmas with a mm-hmm. with like a launching around that time because it's so different and weird like they usually launch in november or so and then around christmas time that's when you do your second big game and your big push around the holiday season and i feel like it was that initial boost that, that like that, that like two hit combo at the beginning of the switch that really made it thrive for the rest of the generation after that but yeah 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 that yeah i i agree that march next march feels like the sweet spot to announce a console i mean to to release a console i, I would be I, 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 but then they have to announce it like soon i feel like or like well, what's the that, marketing it's exactly what i, I was, was gonna say wasn't it october or it was yeah five, it, was, it was october it was like they announced months. the switch yeah, yeah, it was, it was super months? close. Yeah, okay. They announced the switch, I'm, I'm and then they released it. I'm still really surprised that huh. they didn't align Tears of the Kingdom more closely with the release of whatever's coming next. Because, like, uh, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but Tears Tears of the Kingdom might be the most hyped Nintendo game of all time. So, I mean, first yes, party. it's a good sw- first party. Yeah, but but, yeah. but it's, so it's it would either be a perfect swan song game title for the switch or a perfect crossover like they did with breath of the wild from wii u to switch from going from switch to whatever they do next and uh oh. i mean that's if that comes out in may like it's supposed to then obviously that's not going to happen but like it's who knows if that's really coming out happening i'll believe it when my switch is downloading that shit <laughs> I, I think it's i think one of the things you got to factor in though is <clears throat> so with Breath of the Wild, 
that was done because they didn't care about the Wii U. They're like, you know, we're just we're, <laughs> we're going to hold this game back. That game could have came out earlier, but they're like, no, we're not we're not going to do that. It when you look at the Switch, the Switch is much more like a Wii situation where <clears throat> sells astronomically well, and then it starts, you know, I wouldn't say falling off of a cliff, and the, the decline hasn't near been nearly as sharp as the Wii's decline has been. But no. year over year for the past couple of years, I mean, it's it's been declining. The pandemic obviously helped. Nintendo yeah. out a ton because Animal Crossing happened to come out right alongside of yeah, that. And that that's was... the only reason that game sold as crazy as it did. Because yeah. if you release another Animal Crossing, guess what, kids? They'll be happy and dancing in the streets if they manage to sell half of what they did with Animal Crossing yeah. New Horizons. Yeah, but that was it, a hangout it simulator. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels more like a Wii situation where it's like we need to get this game out because we are saying that we're going to sell. Like, how are you increasing the amount of systems that you're projected to sell this year? Why would you do that? Like, and yeah. what planet do you think you're going to sell more in 2023 than you did in 2022? Because of Zelda? Like, I don't know. Something doesn't line a up. A holiday game, maybe? A, a big Mario release that we don't yeah. know about yet? That should have been. A, I, I, co- I, I, they should have coincided a Mario game alongside of the damn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude. Sega, yep. Sega messed up with that with Sonic when the first movie ended up being great, and Nintendo's messing up with this. Like, Christ, how hard is it to shit out a 2D Mario game? They're not that innovative. They haven't Something, been innovative yeah. in 20 plus years since the <laughs> DS. The DS was the yeah. last time when you did something different with them. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm actually shocked that they didn't. Even if it wasn't like a next mainline, like another Mario Odyssey, some Mario title, I, I'm shocked that there's nothing like aligning with the with the Mario movie that's coming out. Because like you said, like it would make sense, and that's what Sony mm-hmm. did with The Last of Us. And The Last of Us Part One sales went and up like two hundred percent. Well, that was after. And Cy- Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk did go up after it, the. It was Netflix it was show, after but, the game launched, but yeah. yeah. Um, but it, but guys, when did they start talking about NX? Yes, they announced the Switch in October, but how long before were they were they like subtly hinting and about this big NX secret? Like, didn't they like talk about it in like investor meetings and stuff? It like, was what, it was ex- it was exactly what we're doing right now, taking crumbs. I, I, I was yeah, called I, the NX. I was making those terrible <laughs> videos with Jason Lapine. Where with, with the controller <laughs> leak with the Stewie Griffin head. Oh yeah, Stewie Griffin head. <laughs> yeah, like. You know, like it April was... 2016 says Eric. That's when they said that the that the NX was like the future uh, Nintendo hardware. I see March right, 2015. But... Oh, okay, March. Okay. So they 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 might start hinting about uh, next generation hardware like in the coming months, but, probably I mean, after they Zelda. Kind, they kind of already have when you look at all the shitty clickbait videos that I've done allegedly where they say something about next generation hardware. I mean, all they have to do is say our next system, our next hardware, this, that, and the other. And that's it. It's people's panties wet. People lose their fucking minds. That's Mm -hmm. the crumb that you need to go on. And that was the kind of crumbs. They were a little bit more boisterous with that. I I would definitely say, but you had to do something because nobody cared about the Wii U. So it's like, shit, we got to get people excited about whatever our new thing is. So start to hype it up. Mm Well, I want a code name, and I want it to sound as cool as NX or Revolution, because those are probably the two coolest or the things. Dolphin. In the world. What about the Dolphin? Dolphin is the greatest nah. code name of all time. That doesn't sound cool. That's just a, actually that's just actually an actually <laughs> wasn't wasn't that rumored to be the actual name of the console, and then they switched it. That wasn't a code name. Yes, that's, that's yeah, what that they was, were actually going to call the console. What a terrible console name! <laughs> Which is terrible. <laughs> the Dolphin. Dolphin. Can you imagine that? I don't know, but, but <laughs> launch title Dolphin, Echo. Though. Echo the Dolphin. 
People like dolphins. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I like dolphins. Miami Dolphins. I just remember Miami everyone dolphins, saying uh, X is going to give it to you about the NX. And uh, <laughs> it's sad uh, yeah. that it, it never yeah, so, actually had an X in the name, unfortunately. I'm seeing, yeah. I'm looking at the old channel here. I'm seeing stuff. When was the first time we did something? Um, the first NX video. Uh, okay. So I was talking about the Nintendo NX August 1st of 2015 because uh dragon quest to the nx um i think that was the first time i talked about it it looks like so yeah but i mean definitely a lot in in 2016 we made a, a ton of a ton of videos about them on nintendo enthusiast wow well Interesting. i think since, i probably edited some of them since we brought up the kit and krista podcast earlier uh, I remember that there was one episode where Kit was talking about when um, it was it was the Nintendo Direct where they the very first time that they announced that there was going to be a video game that crossed over Shin Megami Tensei with Fire. Oh yeah! Oh my it's like, god! Like oh man! Oh man! And uh, that Direct was basically just like loaded with uh, with Wii U games. And mm-hmm. Kit told the story of he when he first saw the list of everything that was appearing in this direct, it was like, wow, like this is like a pretty solid lineup for the Wii U. Like, what else do we got in the works after this? And the person talking to him was like, oh no, that's everything. That's that's <laughs> all of the games. That's it. Like, like the the Nintendo was so scared of like the way Wii U numbers were going that they literally announced everything they had trying to juice the sales numbers. That's where they were at. Wow. So it's really no surprise that NX was announced as early as it was in 2015. Mm-hmm. The so first like time they, I heard about they saw they saw that the Titanic was here and it was their ship that they were on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, the first time I heard about the uh, SMT cross Fire Emblem, I did not picture a pop star singing <laughs> yeah. game <laughs> like like a super bubbly, happy because because it was revealed like much darker, wasn't it? If I'm remembering correctly. Well, well, I don't think they really revealed anything except the logo. It was just logos, just like, yeah. But just like but the, the tone fact of it. Shin Megami Tensei with, <laughs> with yeah, with Fire Emblem. Like, oh man, this is gonna be dark Too... and edgy. I mean, yeah, like SMT is really dark, and the Fire Emblem's <laughs> probably like the darkest Nintendo franchise. So those probably. two combined, like you would picture something not what it ended up being at it's all. Dark, Tokyo Mirage. It's dark. <laughs> That's darker than Kirby, Brett. Surprisingly, <laughs> that that, well, that yeah. post apocalyptic new bad. Kirby not game darker than the Kirby lore itself. But, yeah, uh, and that's always this fire ended up emblem. being this ended up being like the ultimate J-pop video game experience. Like it's like the most bright, colorful Japan game humanly possible. And to be yep. fair, I, I like I loved it to death personally. So I only played. I liked it, but that's that story, man. It was just so just such boring. a weird, <laughs> such a weird thing. I know? liked it. Like it, it just felt like the Saturday morning cartoons that I enjoyed as like a little kid. Like it was so breezy, like stuff like plot elements that would usually be like really heavy in like a normal story that you kind of dwell on. And this game is like, well, everything's fine now. And they well, just keep going. It, it, it initially had like a pretty bleak opening with the girl like yeah. singing on stage and like disappearing, and everyone's like, "What the hell? She's gone!" Like, right, disappear. Like, and then right, all of a sudden, that- it's like happy. That's what I was game. alluding to. Like when they find her again, like normally in a game, like that'd be like a major source of trauma. There's like, but in oh, this hi. game, it's like she's back. <laughs> Everything's great. La la la. Yeah, there was there was la, no like <laughs> emotional like scene of them like hugging and crying. Yeah. Like, it well, it yeah, kind of but... reminded me of uh, Days Gone had that had a, a similar situation where he hasn't <laughs> seen really. his wife in like five years or something. He he sees her for the Dude, first was... time and it's like it's like even, this boring cutscene. <laughs> 
Dude, even though I lo- I really did like that game a lot, like you're right, that scene was so like almost uncomfortable because you're expecting it to be this like really Day's dramatic, gone, like yes, you're yeah. you're expecting it to be like this amazing moment where they hug and this the music is beautiful and like you feel no, a tear come, never come to the corner. Instead, he's just like, "Hey, I haven't I've seen you in a while. You. <laughs> <laughs> I've been <laughs> looking for you." Stupid. You're like you've been fucking killing hordes of zombies to get to this woman, and then you see her, and it's just like. You just hey, saw babe. the woman next door. Like, yeah, hey, what's up? <laughs> he was a weird nod, character, though. <laughs> yeah. He was a weird character. Yeah. Like, just, like, the gameplay of that, like, out of nowhere, he'd start mumbling to himself and being like, these motherfuckers, I'm gonna kill these son of a bitches that got my wife. <laughs> and it's, like, so random. It's like the guy's, like, four feet away, you're, like, hiding behind a table, and he's, like, talking all loud. Oh yeah, where you're doing like the stealth missions, you're trying to like sneak behind him and listen, and he's like talking Murderous, to himself. Someone's, he's like just, always talking someone's to an himself. In, someone's an inch in front of you, and he's talking to himself. Like, shut the hell up, dude. Oh man, yeah. sounds like a nice counterpart counterpart to Aloy in Horizon Forbidden West. Oh man, yeah, yeah. PlayStation. I should probably pick up those arrows. I should probably get those arrows. Save this for later. I'm gonna save this, I'll for, save later. this for later. Like, I couldn't. Aloy, I, please. Th- I played, I got like a good chunk into that game and I was like, everyone talks too much. Everyone in yeah. this game talks too much and it's driving me nuts. And I just put it down and never went back to it. I was like, no, just shut the fuck up. Same thing yeah. happened to John. They, yeah, <laughs> they did patch it, though. They right. did patch it to where she talks like 25 percent right. as much as she used to or something like that. I think they got to cut it by at least 50. But you know, they gotta I, cut like the conversations I, that you have with people, they're like, People talk about Metal Gear Solid. At least Metal Gear Solid, like, it's an interesting cutscene. Like, you're yeah, learning yeah. something. These are just, like, shallow stories that have no bearing on anything. It's like, dude, I just want to yeah. go out there and, like, fight shit. Leave me alone. Yeah. The world's so going to end, but I really want to bake this pie. Can you go out to yeah. the forest and look for some berries <laughs> yeah. for me? Yeah, yeah. Me, me, me and Brett always joke about that. Like, you, you run into some, like, guy that's, like, a welder or something. He's like... I know you have to go save your sister from this machine that's about to kill her, but if you run across four screws along the way, bring them back and I'll make you a shield. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. What are you saying right now? The world is ending and you want me to make a shield. Yeah. Also, I know this isn't a PlayStation VR podcast, but everyone that says Horizon is the best the best game is capping, capping, capping. Horizon, <laughs> this is what it is, this is what you do. You don't have a PlayStation VR two? That's fine. Just do this. That's all you do. <laughs> That's all you do. <laughs> all you fucking do. Star Wars is vastly superior, and I know that it was available on MetaQuest because I have a MetaQuest. But Star Wars is awesome. Star- Clearly, so That's good. What I've heard. It's- it's so good. They've improved the graphics. They've improved everything. It's so much more like sucks you in. Like you forget. You're like, oh shit, there's people here. You're gonna zap. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, let me take out the zapper. Oh, I'm gonna take the zapper off you. Bah, bah, bah. It's so good. And then you play Horizon. You're just like, <laughs> I heard your arms actually go tired because you're like, your arms like you gotta take a rest and. You're like, you're like sad, resting on the side I'm of the I'm not mountain. at that part yet. Like the climbing right now isn't like as teased, but I did get to fight something that made me happy. I was like, okay, I thought I was going to be climbing the whole time. I actually got to like fight, no, you but cl- you'll climb you a climb lot a after lot. that. Yeah. I feel like it's I just, feel like the game's more of like a tech demo than, than it like is, an and it should have been well thought out. It, game. it should have been included with the damn system. Tech, like, it's not like a Astro sixty dollar game. You're out of your mind. Are VR games sixty or seventy? I haven't, I haven't paid attention. Oh, they—it depends. I don't think any of yeah, them are seventy. But I thought that like one was forty. So. 
Is that sixty? Oh, interesting. Was it, was it fifty? I thought Horizon was forty. It's a fifty 40 or sixty dollar deal. I don't know because I think you can buy a bundle that costs an extra fifty bucks. It is sixty. It is at sixty dollars. Oh, I paid oh, wow. sixty dollars. Okay. Wow. wow. Star Wars PSVR two, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. I bet. Oh, yeah, Tales from the Galaxy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I need to I've look heard, up uh, that. I haven't, not, not, haven't not to get away from to... not. Not to get away from Star Wars, but I've also heard Village is fantastic in in the PlayStation VR as well. Yeah, I'm waiting like that, to, to like get through the other Resident Evil games, and then I'm play my first playthrough of Village. I want it to be in VR. <laughs> Terrible. There's a third person there mode right there, and you're playing more first person than ever. Yeah, because John, John, you liked um, Resident Evil Seven in VR, yes, right? I loved it. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. And, and so apparently, like. Resident Evil 7 in VR was good, but it had a lot of limitations. And, like, the things that it was limited by, like, they have totally fixed, like, the majority of that. So it's, like, this really immersive experience, and uh, it's supposed to be great. I, yeah. I want to play that really bad. I hear that there's, like, a much wider field of vision with, right. because I guess that's how the technology yeah. works now. But, like, I'd played a little VR before PSVR, but, like, I'd never owned VR before PSVR. So, like, I didn't really have a sense for limitations. Like, I was never thinking, like, oh, man, I wish it had better this or that. No, it was always just, like, hell, yeah, I'm doing PSVR. Yeah. I'm playing yeah. VR. This is awesome. I'm killing yeah. monsters in <laughs> VR. Like, this is great. Right. I don't have complaints about this. So, yeah. uh, when, right. whenever I finally get PSVR 2, I'll be stoked. Gran yeah, Gran Turismo too. Seven is is the best experience. I've heard that's fantastic. It's it's I was I because I, I had like a little cockpit and a steering wheel because I'm a child and I was like, <laughs> all right, we're gonna check this out. I put on my little headset and going through the menus. There's like a nice cascading shot and you're like, oh wow, this looks really cool. And then it just thrusts you in and your brain is like, what the fuck? I was I was having a panic attack. I thought I was going to throw up all over the place. I have to stick with this. I have to stick with it. After about five minutes, your brain kind of starts to understand what's going on. It is insanity. Absolute. Awesome. Ins especially if you have a car that is yours or is very similar to yours. Because I have my car is there's a very similar car in the game, like same interior and everything. And you're looking around and you're like, I need to adjust this. I need to adjust my, Oh wait, I'm not in the actual car. It is the most amazing thing with star Wars. Yeah, I've heard that too. Close second. Yeah. But does yeah, it compare it's, to it's Labo? It's funny. with had to bring it back around to Nintendo, at least somewhat. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll just say this sorry. last thing, and then we would have got off it. But it's funny with Gran Turismo Seven because that really wasn't received all that well. Oh no, when I it hated just it. Came out on on PS Five, so <laughs> have, it's taken a massive. It's almost like it was Sean a game hated it for VR. Sean, Sean I, hated GT Seven. I, 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 I did hate GT Seven. I thought the online was bullshit, which it still kind of is. I the, the fact that it couldn't sell cars. There's still a lack of content issue in it, but the VR just it, it makes the game so much more enjoyable. And I don't know because cool. I was I, this is I almost feel like this is and this is I'll, I'll stop talking about other systems. I almost feel like this was a bit of a lost opportunity for Microsoft, because I feel like if you got Forza Motorsports 8 out before GT7 VR hit, you had potential to win a lot of that audience. But now a lot of that Gran Turismo audience that kind of soured on it. I feel like they're going to go back to the game because of the VR and how immersive that is. It you know, just once again, another Microsoft L. Yep, they're a little too common these days. Hey, but Halo Season 3 dropped today. I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. I'm about the only one that I know that's excited. I played it. it. I yeah. played it some today. Oh, nice. 
Didn't play with me. We also got a super chat again from Ruffle <laughs> yes. Mutt. Thanks a lot for the super chats. Means oh, a lot. Nice. Five dollar one. I meant those Nintendo days of gimmicks are gone along with Awada. I'm aware he's there during NX development. The next device will be the first without him. So yeah, he right. was he was talking about the more gimmicky days. I'm afraid that not those gimmicky sure, days yeah, are okay. not over <laughs> with the next piece of hardware. <laughs> but look at yeah, look really at never the, know. their biggest time ever was if you want to go with an individual system was the switch which i mean really it kind of does have a bit of a gimmick to it and then for for total cumulative was the wii and the nintendo ds two gimmicky systems really the d the the thing about the ds is that people forget the ds was not supposed to last as long as it did it was supposed Mm -hmm, to be the third arm and it was supposed to still have game boy stuff there was never an intention of of just going with the ds but the ds ended up doing so damn well they're like Let's just lean screw the that. macro we just yeah. made that for no reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was funny though because um i was working at gamestop when the micro came out and the nintendo rep would bring gave us all all the employees like the hourly employees the part-timers they gave us all game boy micros that we could keep and we would wear them on our lanyard kind oh, of wow. as marketing wow. for nintendo yeah I that's cool that's awesome on. but yeah you uh, i was gonna ask if you still had it no i still have I, well i, I have it. i have one that greg gave me <laughs> Didn't you get one, Mary? Didn't you get a, a micro? No, I bought that little Zelda. Well, it's not like an original one, but it's that Zelda anniversary one that they released. Oh, the Game and Watch. Yeah, the Game and Watch. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. I, remember, I just thought it was really neat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the Reggie's few book. Reggie's book dedicates a few paragraphs just to talking about the micro and how basically it came out of nowhere and he just was like kind of handed the thing was like okay I gotta market this where did this yeah. come from like how does this fit into any strategy and he, was, and he kind of made a point out it, of it how like there needs to be like better communication yada yada mm-hmm. but yeah it, it's amazing that that like that used to be like the in thing for everything to be small because remember like phones Man. it was cooler to have a smaller yeah. phone back then and like yeah why why did we want things to be small like come on that's terrible <laughs> My phone was like, i'm so glad we're past that yeah. <laughs> right i mean i've been yeah. i've been eyeing that's that smaller iphone i feel like my phone's just a little too big i think i might want to get a smaller one <laughs> um that's what she said uh okay <laughs> Yep, I don't know why she would say that, but apparently, <laughs> just a little too large. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't really talk. We've been talking about the Switch a ton, but we haven't really uh, talked about the fact that it's six years old now. So it's officially a first grader going to yep. uh, school with its Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lunchbox, right, Sean? Reading, writing, and I, arithmetic. I figured you had one of those. Yeah. No, I didn't. I had. <laughs> I had shitty lunch. I was poor as a child. My family didn't get money. Yeah, I got free I lunches. In- yeah. <laughs> I didn't. My even family have didn't get box. money until I was in high school, and they were probably glad that they did because I had to pay my lawyer fees and shit like that when I was 16 and 17. Jeez. A brisk <laughs> you know what's six funny years about old that? paying lawyer fees. No, 16. Um, you <laughs> know, know what's funny kidding. about the, the Switch <laughs> being six years old? It is now officially the longest running if you want to call it a home console that they've ever had without a successor announced and known about and coming. Really? Yeah, that's wild. I I think part of that is just because of the massive success of it. NES aside, NES aside, NES aside. I was going to say the the NES and Game Boy, I I know Game Boy's uh, handheld, but like, wasn't the Game Boy like super long as well? Well, the Game Boy also had Game Boy was advanced, I guess. Well, no. See, you are just. I'm as skipping bad as the Nintendo. color. 
Why? Color. It is its own <laughs> fucking system. It has its own <laughs> library of games. It does games that are more advanced that cannot run on the Game Boy. That's Nintendo right. putting together the Game Skip. Boy and the Game Boy Color sales together is the stupidest thing still, in the world. Listen, still right. with the co- even including like from Game Boy to Game Boy Color, isn't that like a huge amount of time? Like, wasn't it like it ten is. years or more or something? That, like, it's something was- wild. That was 89 to 98 that the when oh, okay. it came out. Almost 10 years. That's crazy. Huge. No, that's a huge lifespan. I mean, it buried it's the game. All thanks to it Pokemon. buried the, 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 the links. It buried so many things that regular people don't even know ever existed. Game Boy was just an unbelievable juggernaut, and it was a piece of crap that, on a hardware mm-hmm. scale. Yeah. Hey, this thing still boots decent, up. That's worth some decent coin right now, Brett. Uh, the screen half half is like burnt off or something. Like it, it doesn't show all of it. Way to way to go. Yeah, I, I got I got it for free, so I mm-hmm. might as well take it. But I uh I read a, a great book from uh like it was MIT Press of all things. Uh, I think it was a Canadian author. This was some years ago now. Put out a book specifically about Super Nintendo, and it's spectacular technical analysis of the Super Nintendo. Mm. But it talks about uh when it was first announced. Apparently, according to this book, so the NES, they basically just, in Nintendo fashion, they planned to ride the NES for as long as humanly possible. Like, mm-hmm. Times were good, they were making bank. But then in Japan, um, they announced the, oh my god, why am I spacing out? The, um, here it's the called Turbo duper... Graphics. No, uh, the uh, PC Engine, PC Engine. Yeah, thank you. So they announced the CD version of that. That freaked out Nintendo, and I think within like months of the announcement, they announced Super Nintendo is coming. There was no system yet. <laughs> it's on the way. Like, the, the, the successor oh is coming. Gosh. It's something the likes of which you've never seen before. But yeah, they were they were afraid of that console in Japan, and so all of a sudden, oh, we're doing Super Nintendo now. Like, they just knew Sega, they had to be part of the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sega wasn't really a factor to them at. at you know, whenever that mm-hmm. was, I don't, I don't even know how long ago that was now. But yeah, so, so it's that would funny have been that spur you to action. That would have been probably ninety one. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe ninety. Yeah. Well, the system itself came out ninety ninety three. No, ninety two. Ninety four. Ninety. No, the SNES. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Yeah, we're all getting I, ourselves mixed up. All right, so I always go this by came Kirby's out in 1990 in Japan. Yeah, I'm okay, so that must have been 81 in North America. 88, then? Okay, uh, yeah, because yeah, Sega, Sega wasn't doing shit. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, these, these are the big important moves that spur people to action. Random announcements that get people scared. And here I was thinking I was older than the Super Nintendo. Apparently not. Jesus Christ. I, I think I'm the only one who's not older than the Super Nintendo on this panel. <laughs> That's depressing 21. to me to hear. <laughs> You're only 21, Mary? Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Yep. Mary just, just got the ability to drink. Yeah. Mary's first console she got was hammered last night. She's hung over. <laughs> She's drunk right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is not shows. an energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. But yeah. Nintendo Switch is six. Um, I think it's been a great six years, and we got some other things of news to hop into. Sean, do you want to head out? Or you, like I've, I've, I've kept you a long time. I don't know if you're trying to get out of here or what, but thank you for staying uh, extra. Score. Oh, 
they're up eight. It's a tie game. Oh no, they're up uh, eight. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, they're up eight. Oh, up no. eight. Jeez. Yeah, I can hang out. Well, that's not bit. that much in what <laughs> basketball is that what you're watching? No, yeah, yeah it's, that, it's really that not. could change in like ten seconds. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we no, can talk about uh we can talk about um that big Pokemon Scarlet. I know I know Sean's kind of passionate about this, just like Jesus. me. That uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet update that did not change anything significant when it comes to their performance. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. Now, technically, they didn't say it was going to in this patch, but they have said in the past that that they were gonna like help with the performance in some way, and and it obviously hasn't yet. I don't think it's ever coming. I think they're just gonna move on, sell this DLC, and then everyone's just gonna yeah. have to get over it. I don't, I don't think there's yeah. a, a performance patch ever coming to this game. Unless this whole uh, new hardware thing is real, that's the only scenario I see Pokemon Scarlet and Violet being enhanced in any way, because why yeah. even do it at this point? The games are yeah, selling fine, they're doing good. Exactly, that's <laughs> what I was about to say. <laughs> Right. If people say, like, speak with their wallet, fine. then maybe. But <laughs> yeah. right, yeah, it's fine. Which is buying something that works ha- that like works half the time, and so they're like, well, "Why the fuck would we fix it?" Then that's why that rumor was so random. Because like Nintendo doesn't even typically ever do that. Uh, a graphics update, like that's yeah. that's huh? never. No, it was performance update, and they actually yeah. did do a performance update on Breath of the Wild because Breath of the oh. Wild when it initially came out ran better in handheld mode than it did in docked mode because of that's some right. weird thing so they had to fix that um but yeah th- th- they're not doing shit with that game and anyone who thinks that that they are is is foolish in my opinion yeah yeah they're yeah. they're focused yeah. on pokemon yeah. sleep at this point it's scarlet yeah. violet is a thing of the past <laughs> like, i mean well like un- until a game sells like in a pronounced way worse than whatever game came before, there will be no financial incentive to make things better. Mm-hmm. Right. Comes to. Exactly. This is this seems to be a way a lot of businesses run. Like I've heard that that Ubisoft has been holding off on the Japan Assassin's Creed for when the franchise starts to dip. Like and same with Forza. Everyone wants Tokyo, but they're not doing it until there's a dip. So then they can be like, oh, we're doing it. Got to come back. You, you're gonna buy it. You're gonna play it. So what's the point of doing it if it's going to sell perfectly fine either way? And then with with Game Freak, I just don't nah. know what's going on over there. They nah. they got you always got three games in development at the same time with twelve people working on them and a six month <laughs> development cycle. Like, they dropped that making DLC. It for PS2. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like they dropped that DLC and people with like didn't question. They just like immediately bought like. People who I know who are Pokemon fans were like streaming it within the hour. <laughs> oh, it's already like, out. I didn't even know it's. I, 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 yeah, it's, oh, it's like, like one batch out right now, and then there's another one coming. Yeah, there was like I think it was like on Pokemon Day, like the day that they did their big presentation. They're like later today, you can get like Wave One or whatever. And or, no, no, wait, you mean the new Pokemon? They they released like an update that adds like two more of whatever that, whatever that special type of Pokemon is. Like the DLC. I thought there was like the DLC was out. No, the no, DLC, no, no. No, the no, first no, no. batch comes out in the fall, and then the yeah. second mm-hmm. batch comes out in winter. Why did I think the DLC yeah. was out then? They did a patch. They did a, a patch that uh, like that fixed a bunch of bugs fixed and stuff like that. Some people were probably, but um, Switch Up, mm-hmm. which is a, a YouTube channel that <laughs> surprise surprise, they talk about the Nintendo Switch. Um, there's some English no. blokes. They they do some good work. Um, they I found the game actually my video runs, today. Game yeah. runs worse at at some yeah. point, and it's like. <laughs> 
Like their their idea of fixing Game Freak's idea of fixing the game is less Remove things characters. on the screen at once. Yeah, like what yeah, the right. fuck is that? Yeah. You are the biggest <laughs> franchise. You you, you, you make universe. more money. You're worth more than the Marvel Universe combined. And this is the combined is with the like dribble. 007 and a bunch this of other IP. Bigger than Star Wars. This is the dribble you put right. out. Like it's disgusting, and people yeah, don't this- care. Yeah, no. They, they they've got more money than God. It's like John and me both said. I'll say it again. It's like you got to vote you with your wallet. They are never going to make the changes that are needed if people just keep buying every iteration and throwing like gobs of money at these at these games. It's just never right. going to happen. Plus, Sean, you got to keep in mind. Uh, oh. Sorry, real quick. You got to keep in mind that like again, like even though we're all adults talking about these kids' games, they're kids' games, and they're targeting yeah. children to buy these. I was games. just about and to so, bring this up. Okay, so like if an eight-year-old asks their parents for the new Pokemon game at Christmas and they buy it, the kid's not going to think the performance in this game is garbage. Now, hold on. Hold on. If they have good parents, the kid will. I think I'm not not saying kids are that they really understand this stuff, but I've like been like been paying attention to like my niece and nephew and they're like, we don't like Fortnite on the switch. And I'm like, why don't you like it? And they're like, I don't know something weird about it. It's like, they don't like that. It's only 30 frames. They they know, they know subconsciously. Here's the thing though. They have a point of reference there. If they've played it on another platform. Yeah. They have an Xbox. If they've only ever known Pokemon as it is, as it's being presented to them, they're likely to be less critical of those performance failings. I think. Are, are you telling me Fortnite doesn't run as well on Switch as it does other consoles? I don't believe that. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> but Sean, where do you think the split is when it comes to percentage kids and, and adults with Pokemon, like in terms of the fan base? Because I have a hard time getting a read on it. Is it mostly 18 plus? Is it mostly eight-year-olds? I can't tell here's, because... Here's a, here's a problem in my opinion is that... I'll say it. I don't care because I said it in my video. Pokemon YouTubers do the most disservice to the games because Mm -hmm. I personally know Pokemon YouTubers who don't talk about negative things because they'll say, oh, that's not what I do. It's all about hyping the bullshit up. And when we're talking about (laughs) channels with millions of subscribers that just tell you everything is great and everything is awesome and these games are so much fun. People are going to lead to believe that you develop this thing on social media where when you speak out against something, you're like, oh, this is shit. You'll get bombarded with people who who disagree with you and they'll make you think, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. I just about made a this. video about this exact thing. Yeah, like, it, like it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It, 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 Eric put something good in the fucking uh, chat. He said uh, Pokemon is about merchandise in the anime. The game is just an ad. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah pretty much like. If game, if this is the best that Game Freak can do with the amount of money that they made, none of them should be working in the game industry. Point blank, period. Right. None of them yeah. because they they suck. They suck at what they do. And I I don't I care don't about it. I don't care. Oh, they're used to developing on handhelds. You fucking hire people who know. That's what it, I'm saying. It, it, Every you excuse. A, you said you, said you have matter. a thousand people working on the game. Fine, add five thousand more. You can afford it. Have continuous shifts of people working on the game. You could afford it. You can more than afford it. Like there's this pat the fact you that can this afford patch- to have a whole support team. You could you can hire Iron Galaxy. You can hire anyone you want to come help with Pokemon. The the fact that this this game is still in the state that it's in shows you that they don't give a fuck about this game. They care about yeah. the DLC and making some more money and moving on to whatever else they're doing. And 
the people that give them pat everyone gives them a pass. That's why Dude, I'm not Pokemon, a Nintendo let's go. YouTuber. I'm not an Nintendo let's YouTuber. Let's go. It's still Nintendo the best YouTubers just hype everything man. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, no, Pokemon Snap too. Pokemon Snap too is and Bandai Namco. No, I mean like mainline style games is the best oh, looking yeah, Pokemon yeah. game. Yeah, I'll give you that. But yeah, let's Snap go. Two looks amazing. Yeah, and Pokemon Let's Go was pr honestly probably my favorite, which is funny because I remember <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is this is good, but I can't wait for the real thing. And then we got Sword and Shield, and I'm like, wow, Let's Go is looking a lot better now. I think it was actually uh, better than I gave credit for. Uh, but yeah, Sean, exactly what you were saying. Whenever they have a new trailer for the next Pokemon, which is probably in the next five months or so, we're going to see it's going to come out this Christmas. It's going to be some horrible looking game. Uh, if you like complain about anything, if you say, wow, those trees look like N64 trees, someone in the comments right below you, the game's not finished yet. Stop, yeah. stop <laughs> judging it. It's still in alpha. It's, 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 it's going to look better at launch. And then every single time now, it's never better. They kept that tree in Sword and Shield. Even after all the complaints, <laughs> they had like eight months to fix it. And they didn't. It, it, was the, it was a meme for a while. It was written articles about it. They're like, oh, that crappy looking tree. We're going to keep it. And here's the thing. We're going to paste it everywhere in this entire big open world. <laughs> yeah. well, they put it like a thousand times throughout the game. They didn't just keep yeah. it. They made many of them. <laughs> they did. They copy and pasted it everywhere. Fire Emblem kept the ugly fruit textures, so sometimes you just gotta keep the ugly things. <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes I, sometimes I feel exactly. Sometimes I feel like they do it just because it's become a joke, like with Craig in uh in Halo. Uh, Halo they kept yeah. they I kept mean, good old they, Craig, didn't they? <laughs> no, they updated him, but oh, uh, but thought, they gave I him a memorial kept, rock. <laughs> I, I I thought there was one of them in the game that was like the original oh, there might be one or something. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong on that, but that 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 always Craig always cracked me up. That was like one of my favorite memes for a while. <laughs> I remember um, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake had that that terrible door in like the very beginning that yep. everyone was making fun of, and and they actually did end up updating it in the PS5 version. Uh, but that was a hilarious, jarring door that that literally looked like an N64 texture, and it was your yeah. door, like it was the door you walked in and out of in the game. It's hilarious, but that game was amazing. And Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, yeah. they're uh, not. I mean, I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not even just, gonna give my money to it because I, I, I had to put my foot Pokemon, down. Pokemon and uh, Square. They should just trade games and see what they make. Yeah, let's see if uh, let let Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 17, 17 by by yeah. Game Freak. <laughs> wow. I mean, like when it's FPS. not when it's not Pokemon, they seem to try harder visuals wise. Like a uh, town. That's true. That's a good looking yeah. game. It's like, a terrible game, but it does look Yeah, good. exactly. But graphically. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought I was going to love that game, and it, like, bored me to death, and I just never touched it again. Like, I can't even like, think of what the hell that game is. It's, it's weird. A weird. Yeah. It's a smaller game. Uh, yeah. It all takes place within one town and stuff, hence the name town. Yeah. I mean, it was like but, a like, when you look, RPG. But when you look at town, it, it looks like it actually had some passion put into it compared because to it, because these it Pokemon did games. It, it, right you don't game freak just has to churn out these games because oh we got new cards coming out we got a new cartoon coming out <laughs> pokemon started out about the games and then moved into the merchandise but the merchandise started to eat up the the profits of the games and then everything changed yeah you, you guys talking I mean, about the game look at it's like, called, is it what? called little town hero is that the game yeah. You're talking about? oh yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. i think okay. the original okay, like right project name or whatever it was just town wasn't it yeah wow, dude, that looked I think so that 
even just the the stills I'm looking at here look like like twice as good as the Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, it has a nice animated <laughs> style to it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like even I even think like Legends uh, Arceus is like better than yeah, what we it, got it with looks this. better. Like mm-hmm. it looks better. Like, and I don't understand why when this was the side project and this is the main project, but then you got to remember deadlines, this, that, and the other, and like they'll use the excuse and people will just accept it. With Arceus, right. it did have like this cool painted effect. Like sometimes it would look good, like, like a water genuinely painting. good. Yeah, mm. like a water painting. Like if you if you looked up up at the night sky, it was like nice and pretty. <sighs> I don't know what happened. I, I I keep waiting. I keep waiting for them to do like like uh like what Ubisoft did with Assassin's Creed, where they finally just like pumped the brakes, pulled back. Like they waited one year, kinda, but yeah, but no, it was two years. <laughs> It was two years. No, I mean they waited one extra year, and then that oh, that was them but, like taking a break. Yeah, right. But I mean, they were there was there was they, they were coming out with Assassin's Creed stuff at nauseum to the point where it was like, oh my god, yeah, spinoffs and Creed. portable versions. There's so much, and that that's like what Pokemon's become. It's almost it's almost become like a joke. Like last year, there was wasn't there three Pokemon games? There was Arceus Legends, Scarlet and Violet, or not? That was there that were, was this year. Was Scarlet and Violet three in the. Sp- Three in the span of twelve months, but not all in the same year. Not all yeah. in the same year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Within yeah. like a twelve month period, there was three games. Like, dude, come and on. Two, like, and two each for each of them. So technically five games. Yeah. <laughs> With like Diamond and Pearl and then a Scarlet and Violet and then Legends. That's five Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. All in the span of twelve months. But it'd be Obviously cool they, they all just don't like count, pulled but, back yeah. and like made like some like like massive change to the game and just re released something that was so different. And either people love it or hate it, but like try something different. Like, and I guess that's what Arceus Legends technically was. Yeah, was like, that's was basically what Legends plan. was. Yeah, because you I can, get... you don't want to you don't want to rock the boat too much with the mainline games because right. that's your bread and butter as far as Game Freak is concerned. Right. Yeah. And I but get for the me, feeling with like that a... Game Freak wants Sorry, to do something different because like yeah. every like few years, if you look through their Wikipedia, like every game they've ever made, like all of a sudden, all of a sudden something random will show up, like Harmonite. Which was what the DS, I think. Yeah, uh, no, it was uh, 3DS. 3DS, 3DS, yeah. That uh, you just made a video about that, Sean, didn't well. you? I, I did, I did. There yeah, the pocket jockey and shit. Like, yeah, pocket card jockey like, reviewed well. Weird little, th- weird little offshoot stuff, and it's like, stop it! Fix the damn game that you released that <laughs> sold a billion copies. <laughs> Yeah. For real, like, did Town, like, yes, it, it looks better than Pokemon, but obviously it was a crappy game. That game could have not existed, and then that Pokemon game that could have had all them people working on Little Town Hero made that Pokemon game look at least like a GameCube game instead of, like, an N64 game. I'm just exaggerating, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. GameCube. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I played... Company. I played, uh, what's it called, that uh, the uh, Pokemon Coliseum on GameCube yeah, on my Coliseum G-Cloud. Good-looking game. I could not believe that. I was like, wow, this looks like a modern Pokemon how, game. How because this is how Pokemon games still look. On the Dolphin I, emulator on the G Cloud. Brett, Brett plays everything on his game cloud now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you downloaded the emulator onto a streaming device? It's, it, it's You can still download the actual Dolphin emulator on it. Like it's it's not streaming like it's it's just the Android OS. It's like a, a an you Android got rid tablet. of it. You got rid of the Steam Deck. Which yeah. can do a, a lot <laughs> yeah. more. This is much more valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I play my G Cloud so much. I, 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 I love that. I hate thing. that. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Listen, <laughs> every time I dude, turn it on, it disappoints Sean, me. 
you, you, you got to listen to me right now. There's this company, this third-party company that they make remote. I, I don't know if you like remote play, but it's streaming from PS5 and Xbox. They, it's no, this company makes an, an app called PS Play and XBX Play. Way better than Sony and Microsoft's remote play. Crisp 1080p stream. No, like barely any lag. Very like crisp. And I'm like, hell yes. This is amazing. My G Cloud's basically my portable PS5 and Xbox. And I don't leave my house. So it's like, I'm, if, if I play my Switch portably, I'm still in my house. If I play my G Cloud, I'm still in my house. So I just feel like I have a portable PS5 and Xbox and it's freaking awesome. And you can download emulators on it. You was you was funny about all this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Steam Deck. Funny about all this is I I wanted to play um, God of War Ascension, and the only way to play it right now, unless you play native. No, you have a PS3. That's why I'm mad. (laughs) Is to play it through the streaming. You stream it through uh, PS Plus, and Brett absolutely crucified me at the thought of me playing Ascension. Sean, listen to this dumbass. You but have a PS3. On his no, listen. <laughs> he has a PS3, and and the game's ten dollars on PSN. Right. He could just plug in his PS3 and play God of War Ascension. The game still looks great. It's like one of the best looking PS3 games. It looks great. I literally just played it. He I, down. He str- wants to stream it from his PS5, not realizing that streaming a game from a, I do a PS3 that. game on PS5 is I, just streaming the PS3 version in like fucking 480p streaming resolution on a TV. There's the difference no, between wait. streaming on a TV and a G Cloud. Like wait, if I'm streaming a no, I'm streaming a I, 4K I, game on my G Cloud compared to streaming a, second, a 1440p game on your TV. What, Sean? You're talking about PS3 streaming via the the PS5. PS5, right? PS5. It's ju- yeah, yeah, it's I, just the PS3 version. But that's fine. What's the problem? No, it's that's... not because I Sony just, streaming dude, sucks just... compared to like every other company. Like I theirs is so- way worse. I, hot take, hot take. I think Sony streaming is fucking better than Xboxes. You're insane. Madman. Absolutely madman. I can't play a listen, single fucking Xbox listen game. Uh, no, I can't play a single fucking Xbox streaming game without noticing lag. I play Ultra Street Fighter 2 or, yeah, Ultra Street Fighter 4 on uh, the PS3 version on my PS5 via streaming. is perfect. It was fucking perfect. That's insane. Explain. Dude, so, but, but listen to this. If I, if I was to see God of War uh, Ascension running on my PS3, which Brett has on my TV, and then switch the HDMI to running that same exact spot on PS5, I'm telling you, it looks like pure dog shit because I did that exact thing with Arkham Origins because I owned it on Xbox and I streamed it on PS5. No, dude, it's it's wired. It's good. And I stream on my G Cloud every day. Can I, can I just say one thing regarding this, since it is me we're talking about? Um, I think you underestimate how goddamn lazy I am. I don't want to go into a box stuffed in don't my even wired, to pull You don't even have you. a wired PS. His, his Ethernet isn't even, his PS5 doesn't even have a wire in it. He's Wi-Fi. So don't stream a goddamn PS3 game. <laughs> I get 250 megabits per second, though, so I don't necessarily need it. Here's you you need an Ethernet. That's a fact. You gotta have an no, Ethernet. But I'm also I lazy because, I mean, get... like, I could set my PS3 up next to my right. PS5, but I have limited yeah. space to work right. with, and yeah. I'm lazy. Such a process. You guys yeah. are insane, man. 
I move shit around all day, every day. I'm not Don't. even kidding. It is so simple to move a box, especially when you use mad the same man. wires. So Listen to this, Brett. Guess what has the exact same wires? PS3 and I PS5. Know they have the same one. You just no, gotta right. unplug one right. and plug in the other. That's it. But my. <laughs> Still, I mean, I, I'm selling all my shit because I bought a, a mini PC that's preloaded with everything from the PS3 and Xbox 360 back, and it plays everything. Wow. So I don't Dude, have to worry. About where'd you get that? I was, I was, I was wanting to ask about that. I got it on Etsy. Uh, it's kind of expensive, but <laughs> how much? Um, Etsy seems uh, it was... like such a random place for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's actually like... no. It's that's <laughs> actually like the main place for it because you can actually get oh, wow. more info than you could on like an eBay listing. Um, oh, I wow. bought it with big box uh, license and an extra controller just because I'm lazy. It was eight seventy five. Dude, that's wow. not bad to have yeah. the entire three sixty PS three catalog. It has well, it has most of those two. It's ten terabytes, so mm. there's a bunch of shit Jesus on. But Christ. it has like comic books and like magazine scans and shit on there. I'm still oh, waiting geez. for it to come in, but that is pretty dope. You'll have to do yeah. a video on that. That sounds. Oh yeah, cool. for sure, for sure. Because then I can write it off on my taxes. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, dang, I didn't think about that. So yeah, I just got to make a video. You've been doing this wrong for all these I'll just years. Be like, Here's my new car, you guys. It's really cool. <laughs> See, and then I can I don't just write off the taxes. <laughs> Cars are tough. Cars are tough. Have you never watched that video where the guy just has a bunch of random shit in it? And he's like, I'm doing this so I can write it off on my taxes. He like does a song. I, I, what's, I can't think of the name of it. That's it's hilarious. fucking great, though. I've never yeah. heard of that. Huh. Red, just do a video of you playing your G Cloud inside your car, and there you go. Yeah, right that's off. good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. It's a card to keep in our back pockets now, dude. I'm just waiting for Logitech to hit me up about a sponsor because I mean, I love dude, the you thing. Were the genuinely you were keeping, you were keeping that thing afloat. You yourself, yeah. you're mm -hmm. like the only person I've really heard talk about it. But I will say yeah. this, even though I'm not that interested in it, what you've told me about it. Is has me slightly interested in it. I don't think I'll go buy one, especially not at the price it is now. But dude, like maybe that if third it was party on a decent sale. Those those two third party apps, XBX Play and PS Play. It's like I had. It's I feel like I have a Vita again because I used to love the Vita. I used to remote play all the time. Used to have games natively. That's how I feel with this thing. I got got my entire Xbox remote, uh, like the library because you can uh, remote play. And one big thing you can't do on the Xbox remote play, you can't um. You can't remote play 360 games or original Xbox games. On this, you can for some reason. It just lets you. So that's just really cool. I've been playing Dead Space 3 on it. Even though the Xbox is aware it's being remote played. It, it's so strange that it works on this one, but not the official app. That's crazy. That app is actually works better than the official Microsoft and Sony apps. Like that's that's yeah, nuts to me. much better. There's like no weird artifacting on screen or anything. I don't th I don't think they want you to talk about it though, because my friend put up a sponsored video today actually with Logitech. I need to get that contact that uh, contact from him, and I know there he uses go. those apps, but he didn't mention them in his video. So I was like, oh, maybe they didn't want him to do that. But it's like a third party company, and they're like, it's super good. Like I love it. But yeah, we should probably talk about some news, um, <laughs> or the lack of news. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll go till we'll go for like twenty more minutes or so. Um, we got well. First off, Persona Six might be delayed internally. John, did you read up on this? Is that is is that legit? You're a Persona guy, so I figured you would know. 
so I so apparently that just comes from who whatever guy claimed that the Persona Three remake was in development, and I don't know like I don't know what that guy based that off of either because I didn't read into that either. So it's really just some dude that we're taking at his word for whatever mm, good that is. Sounds common on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> And plus, I mean, like internal delays, like, I mean, happens we, all the time. Use, <laughs> like, yeah, every and, game. I mean, we use that language, but like from an outside perspective, there's no such thing. Like, to the public, there's no such thing as delaying a game that hasn't been revealed. Yeah. You, that, doesn't, you, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it's really just us screwing ourselves by talking about a thing that we don't really <laughs> need to be talking about in the first place. We're doomed by our own impatience. I just wonder what the the style they're going to go with with P6. Like, is it going to be similar to P5? Are they going to change the whole thing? John, you're not really a Persona guy, are you? No, not at all. Damn you. Mary's playing Persona 4 right now for the first time, and I'm just... Yeah. I'm so excited for her. I've been sending little updates every now and then. (laughs) Where where are you at now? Uh, I've... I've met uh, Rise and uh, is that his name? Is it Rise? Yeah. Rise, and yeah. another death has occurred, and I did not Ooh. expect that one. Oh. <laughs> and man. now I'm just waiting for the investigation to proceed, and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm gonna go collect more personas. We're talking about Pokemon games. I'm playing Persona Four like a Pokemon game. I'm like, I gotta collect them all. I gotta get all the. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta get the prettiest <laughs> oh, ones. Oh, it's not the way to play. It's gonna be a 160-hour game. Yeah, right. Yeah, Persona Five Royal took me 140 hours. Half of it was Jeez, probably God, just right, me yeah. staring at a fusion menu. Just I need the pretty ones. I need the strong ones. <laughs> like, oh jeez. Do you do that with like all your games though? Because I think you were saying that you did that with Fire Emblem too. Like you were saying that yeah. like you could have finished it, but you knew that there was so much that you didn't do yet. So you like took the time yeah. to go back and do all that. JRPGs specifically i really invest time in like i don't min max very often but for some reason like for the persona games the fire emblem games i just end up staring at my units and like really trying to plot out like okay this weapon this stat this fusion gets me this like do i have a really balanced personas like i just get really into it (laughs) I, i stare at my unit pretty often too Sad. that's okay that's that's not quite the unit we were talking about um i mean persona has some never yeah <laughs> Rise is is the one hey mary though for real mm-hmm. though Rise, i personally whenever i played persona 4 it felt like to me story-wise cutscene wise the game was trying to tell me that she was like the canon waifu for the main character yeah. so let me know what you think about that all right did, okay. Oh, John, do you agree? Yeah, yes, but also, okay. I, also, she was the one I wanted, so it was convenient. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I like Yukiko, though, more, because she's okay. like, I want to get out of this country town, and, like, you're the city boy. You are her Prince Charming to rescue her <laughs> from small town life. Like, Yeah. Um, so you're basically going to be her sugar daddy is what she's asking you to do. She wants you to take her out of the country and then support her and... <laughs> well she doesn't oh. want to inherit the family business she just wants out of the small town she's like i'm tired of like being here when I know her, there's aren't her parents there. like really controlling and stuff i can't remember fully yeah because well, she's expected to like inherit the family business you know yeah mm-hmm. but there, there's more of her uh social link to go though you'll find that her story continues progressing yeah i'll get yeah. to know everyone more 
Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna have like? Are you gonna be like a like a a hoe and have like three girlfriends and they're gonna get mad at you? <laughs> no, I, I ever since the Mass Effect confrontation in Mass Effect One, when I didn't realize I was flirting with two people, and then I was confronted by both of them, I've been scarred for life. I can't flirt with multiple people. I'm like, no. I, it was so awkward. And I was just like, I can't do this. They're making me choose right in front of them. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I didn't I, I, I never experienced that. That's funny. No, yeah, I didn't know. Stupid mm -hmm. young me. I picked space racist Ashley. Uh, what a waste. Hey, but didn't she have <laughs> you like, know what? like character development and whatnot? Like she I was you know, I never let her live soft. past the first game. Yeah, she that gets was too my much big shit. mistake. People act like people can't over grow. The guy who was good. <laughs> uh, Ashley was Ashley was my girl too, and uh, uh and that was me as an adult. Liara? So maybe that makes me a bad person. <laughs> yeah, Liara is mine my every best, time. My best I, friend I, was all about Liara. Yeah, see, I, I think that's kind of why I didn't go with Liara because Brett like told me beforehand like that that was his girl. So I kind of wanted hands to, like, off, see man. <laughs> yeah, hands not, off. not even not even just that, but I kind of wanted to see the difference of like the two, like and with my experience compared to his experience with Liara, and like kind of comparing. And then and then Brett didn't do any side quests, and then all of his people died, so none of it mattered. And then anymore. everyone <laughs> died, and then and then I never really truly beat the end of the game. Yeah, fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Trilogy. <laughs> well, in two, I traded up to Miranda, and then that was it. Miranda was, oh, yeah. that was my Mass pick. Mass Effect 2, you can romance Garrus. I was like, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're not a speciesist. Sean, <laughs> you're just, you're, you're out of this conversation because you don't like Mass Effect, right? Or, 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 no, or am I reading this wrong? No, Mass Effect. He's watching okay. the next game. Yeah, uh, well, it's I guess it's now. a halftime right now. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, fast. Mass Effect is cool. I, I liked, um, I liked three. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I like three. I never played personally one or two, but my housemate played them, and uh, I would watch him play it, so I was familiar with what was happening with them. But Mass Effect three, I actually played in an empty townhouse that I was waiting for cable to come and then they were like you need to bring a tv and i was like okay but i hadn't moved in yet so i brought a tv and i brought my wii u and i just sat there laying on the hardwood floor just playing mass effect 3 and like, played on wii u that's funny <laughs> I was like on wii wii u. U. wow yep sure that did. was a good port it, it let you One do the man. comic book choices and yeah. stuff that was cool mm. um also but yeah mass effect 3 forget, mass effect 3 had like really fun multiplayer which was the weirdest oh, yeah, thing in the world mm -hmm. that's like yeah. one of the only horde modes i've ever liked ever yeah in the yeah. history of me <laughs> <laughs> um i forgot what i was gonna say that oh yeah it's about mass effect uh sean you said you didn't play two because you watched them that, that i did that exact thing i watched my brother play mass effect two when i lived with them and then when i got my own apartment it was around the time mass effect three came out and i was like i guess i'll just get this one i played it loved it so much so, so then i played two loved it so much so then i played one i, I literally oh played them backwards god. oh my god i forgot because all the times he gives me shit for doing something like that and then i played, played them forward again out of order <laughs> I did that with Mega Man Battle Network like 20 years ago. I played them four, three, two, one, five, six. Oh wow! I just, I just had a. This is, this is totally. It's on topic, but it's also not. I had a friend. Uh, uh, I don't know. A couple months ago, he's, 
he's like, Hey, I don't watch a lot of TV shows. Is there like something you'd recommend? And I'm like, dude, I, there's, that's such like a, a can of worms. I don't even know where to start. Like what, what type of stuff do you like? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? It, it was when there was only like two episodes of the last of us out. And I'm like, yeah, this might be something you'd get into. There's been two episodes of this. I'm watching it right now. It's week to week. And I'm Hate like, this, uh, this person is my favorite so game of all time. No, this is terrible. I'm like, it's my favorite game of all time. I'm like, here's my HBO Max login. So you don't have to pay for it if you want to watch the first couple episodes. Well, he, he doesn't take my HBO Max login. Instead, he downloads the torrents. <laughs> okay. This, this, <laughs> episode two downloaded before episode one. So he watched episode two first. <laughs> and then went back and watched episode one. I almost literally like unfriended him out of my life. I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, dude, I will never recommend anything to you ever again. That's like, psychopath like, energy right there. Like that, he's going to kill yeah. someone. And, and, and that, that's a no, no for anything, but especially like the last of us, like the stuff with Joel and his daughter, like sets everything up. And so if you don't see that <laughs> first, see you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea why, like, like the, like the, the impact of what that is yeah. to the rest of like, the game. Oh, hey, story, it's this you know? guy walking around with some girl and there's like mutants yeah, and stuff. I wonder what they're selling painkillers. <laughs> I wonder how all this started. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's like Breaking Bad. He's a drug dealer. Okay. Oh yeah, God. right. <laughs> Man, no, that's that's an extremely old school mentality, though, of like when they'd they'd like make like 26 episodes of a season and then they just kind of like drop it on TV whenever and like pe just expecting oh, yeah. people to watch the reruns. Like that's right. that kind of mentality. Oh, yeah. Watching yeah. It in, like right. 1991. Yeah. Like, oh, like, <laughs> I, I hear that there's this show called The X-Files. I'll just start watching whatever episodes <laughs> on TV. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, season seven, episode nine. I haven't seen any of them, but I'm going to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be. I mean, but like when you think about it, that used to be normal, but it's, yeah, it's fine with like sitcoms, but not with like. Right. Shows like Breaking Bad or something, you right. know what I mean? Like, well, like, yeah. not not to go too far into outer space, but that is part of a broader cultural shift that was also. It didn't necessarily begin with streaming. It began with probably shows like The Sopranos, but like the serialized storytelling. Right, you're right. watching every week because there's one grand, you know, tapestry being right. weaved. Lost, so to speak. And Lost was like one yeah. of the big first ones right. too. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Like it used to be like, again, like a show like the X-Files, like there were like some overall story arcs, but it was still every week was like, typically it's monster, yeah. monster of the week. Monster of the week. Like yeah. that was just, that was just normal. Like for, for network considerations and yeah, for all that stuff. And so like, uh, it's kind of a new world now with streaming. I, and I, I was thinking about that too, with like how TV series have evolved. Like, I'm so glad we're at where we are now. Cause like, really? I, I can't, yeah, like I, I couldn't do that whole, the, the murder of the week or monster of the week. Like yeah. I love getting into a show and like watching the story evolve each episode and, and every episode matters, like mm, depending yeah. on if you watch the previous one, you know what I mean? Like the, the yeah. whole, like you can just drop in at any time in the series and it doesn't matter. Like the old there shows some, used to be like, I don't know. There are some shows like like sitcoms that started get, like doing more serious stuff in their episodes like the office like i feel like w w while you can watch the office all out of order you you get the most out of it by following the relationships of the characters like in the arcs and whatnot you know what i mean yeah. so it's it's yeah. way better to watch it from the beginning and then all the way through but why the hell are we talking about so much tv <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> we gotta move on to uh, metro fusion comes out tonight on switch it might be out right now right that's you're an idiot coming out the ninth yeah, yeah, I was going to say, 
Oh, someone told me tonight. I wrote it down. Oh. <laughs> okay, never they mind. Lied told to you. Uh, hey, someone's like, dude, on. it comes out tonight. I'm like, what are you talking wow. about? Wow, guys, tonight in 48 guys, hours. Th yeah. There's a big announcement. Bry dude is in the YouTube chat. What? He used to watch every single one of our episodes on TikTok. I haven't seen him since. Bry dude, eighty seven. Thank God for hanging out with us. <laughs> he, he, he we finally got him over. <laughs> he created a YouTube channel for us. <laughs> All right, we got our whole wow. crew. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we got every everyone's in the house tonight. We got everyone who Franco, we always talk. We got Bry dude. <laughs> That's we got right. Sean. We got our entire go. fan base here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, wow, yeah, that's Metroid funny. Fusion is coming eventually. Later yeah. today, in about fifty hours from now, you can play Metroid Fusion. <laughs> that's something to look forward to. I'm okay, excited. my bad. Yeah, the ninth. I, I don't know. I could have, dude. I saw someone posted today in the well, chat. No, like, I can't wait till tonight. Uh, no, because everything comes out on the ninth. You got the Mario Kart. Uh, DLC as well mm -hmm. is the night. Oh, yeah. Made a yeah, video. What was Eric saying? Eric in traveled four hours. It should be midnight. Oh, wait. Four Eric? What? Well, Eric traveled into the future. Yeah. Eric's living on, in the ninth right now. Now, I will say, I will say, they say the ninth, but usually that means the ninth in Japan. Right. Because we uh, usually get the stuff point, yeah. on the eighth at night. But yeah, right. it's, it wouldn't be tonight. It would be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, at the earliest. Yeah. Mm, okay, mm -hmm. so maybe like what Eric's talking about is he thinks it's gonna drop at midnight. That think that yeah, that's what we just said. Never mind. Um, but I but oh, it shouldn't. Whatever. It'll probably be like the middle of, of the night tomorrow, right? Something like right, that. right, right. Probably around like nine or ten. I think it'll happen. Yeah, that could be. Fusion's well, this so is good though. Everyone play. Yeah, it. I'm really excited <laughs> for this because I didn't start getting into Metroid until leading up to Dread. I played through Zero Mission. I loved it. I almost played Fusion, but then I was like, I don't want to be Metroided out before Dread, so I, w I waited for Dread. But I'm really, I'm really excited to play Fusion because it it seems really. You never good. played Sean, it. Never. Oh wow! I played it on a, a 12 hour train ride, and <laughs> I, that was the first time I'd ever played it. And I fucking loved it. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Played on my Wii U. <laughs> oh, there you Virtual go. console. Yeah, I play, I played Zero Mission on my Wii U like like uh, uh, right before Dread because I couldn't get it anywhere else because Nintendo's weird. It has um, one of the most frustrating bosses though that I've ever encountered. I hate it. What, Zero and, Mission? No, well Zero Fusion? Mission, yeah, I hate hate Mother Brain, but uh, Fusion, yeah. There's a boss in there that just gave me hell for some reason. <laughs> well, at least now I can just rewind if I if I'm having a bad time. I can just yeah, be like, oh, go. I, got, I got hit. I'm just going to rewind one second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I was playing you're through not a uh, real gamer. Exactly. I'm not a real gamer. <laughs> I try Donnie not to, in, but it's just so hard not to. What? Don Donnie yeah. in the chat says, uh, Sean Long, Sean Long looks a lot looks like, a lot RGT, like RGT. I don't see it. Do you guys? Me either. Nah, I don't, Sean, I don't yeah. think it is. Really. RGT has like longer, guy, so. curlier hair, and, and he's a bit uh, more heavy, heavy set compared well. to this. To, compared to Sean, <laughs> lisp. It's the lisp for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> anyway. And the gorgeous hazel eyes that our Sean doesn't have compared to RGT. That's true. Sean, what color are your eyes? I don't even know. <laughs> Like a bluish, like gray, gray blue, hazel. Yeah. Okay, no, nah, that's not really hazel. Hazel, hazel green. <laughs> yeah, hazel's a green. Hazel's like a brown oh. green, isn't it? <laughs> My eyes are greenish, yellowish, weird. Um, 
Anyway, Dragon Ball Z is getting a new... How do you pronounce it, John? You would know. Bukaki. I don't want to b- butcher it. Bukaki, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bukaki. I would presume it's Budokai Tenkai Chi. Yeah, Ten- yeah Tenkai See, Chi. That sounds this right. This is why we ask you this stuff, John. He just John's it. our guy from Japan. Who lived in Korea. He lived yeah. in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, I mean, Japan. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing I've learned doing TikTok and YouTube, mainly TikTok, weirdly enough, you pronounce one thing even slightly wrong, your engagement <laughs> oh, goes through yeah. the roof. Like, people are like, what are you talking about? I- I've seriously been, th- been thinking, about, thinking about making a TikTok saying, guys, tomorrow I'm going to post a video talking about Dragon Ball Z and I'm going to butcher someone's name so terribly that I'm going <laughs> to see how the engagement does and I'm going to see how good the video does. And then the next day I'd be like, Here's here's why Vegeta is my favorite character in Dragon Ball Z. God. <laughs> yeah, Please like do. Uh, I, I want to see how it does. I can't wait to play that new yeah. Uncharted game with Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Drake. <laughs> I say shit Nathan wrong Drake. all the time on my channel. I don't give a fuck. Dude, I'm what's telling the, you, what's the word it brings I the engagement wrong? up. Assimilate? Yeah, you use assimilate wrong, and people have to tell you. <laughs> Just keep saying it, man. I'm not yeah. gonna change. The, I'm telling Fuck you, the haters. The, the engagement helps. It really does. Like yeah. I put out a video today, actually, uh, talking about. Um, wait, I, I use the word doll, like doll, like a, like a baby doll, didn't I? And or something. I can't remember, but anyway, apparently I said that weird, so I, got, I was getting a bunch of comments saying D A W L. Oh, you did say something. Yeah, you say, yes, you say, yes, you say it. Yes, 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 you did. It's like, but oh, that's how I've said it my whole life. They say woof. Yeah, you... It's a woof. It's like, well, you sound I, like a fucking it's... stupid kid. Sometimes you just grow up and you say <laughs> things weird. Like, I say washer sometimes, even though it's obviously a washer. Yeah. But Warsher is what I said my whole life because that's what my dad says. So I don't know. I don't know. It's and, funny and, you bring that do up. Do I change I was... who I am? <laughs> for a yes. TikTok, that's the question. Yes. <laughs> this fundamental that's aspect bring that of up. the self. <laughs> did you, I can't, yeah, did, you, like, bro, like, were you thinking it? Yeah, it wasn't anything that was like super, like, like over the top. But I remember something you said, and I'd have to, I'd have to hear it again to remind me. But it was like seemed slightly off. But, but I wasn't gonna say yeah. anything to you. But I yeah I remember thinking I was like some something for some reason sounded off when he said that so that's funny you bring that up. Dude, there's there's one word that I said wrong my entire life and like you can find like YouTube videos that is so weird that I said it this way. But the word especially like I especially like this I would say especially yeah. yeah like with an X and then yeah. and then I and then I realized one day that a bunch of people were making fun of me in the comments I'm like I guess I got I I really got to work on myself and ch- change how I say this cuz I'm like 25 so I got to I got to change my yeah, ways that- that the sounds like night, something my... they would have used in like the early X-Men comics like all right guys let's <laughs> especially go yeah exactly <laughs> so, so now the, that I'm 30 night... I've officially gotten rid of especially in my life it took about 5 hey, years just keep it in there man it's a part of you no, I was gonna say the other night my my wife That's was flavor. like, "How do you spell eventually?" She's like, "It's like A D V, right?" I'm like, "Eventually or eventually?" <laughs> like you're saying there's an A D V in eventually. And, she, and I thought she was kidding. Going on an adventure. I she, yeah, I thought she was kidding, and then she kept looking at me like, "Wait for me to continue." I was like, "No, you really did think there was an A D V in eventually." So that's funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um. 
let's see. We got we got time for one more news story. I didn't want to go um, over too long, so we're let's not talk even about... get into Atomic Heart tonight, Brett. I have so no, many things not... to talk about. God damn. Yeah, we'll we'll do it next week. We had Sean on today, so he he had his rants and it extended it a little Sean's bit, you know. Fault. But it was it was a good time. Yeah, it's all his fault. It's Sean's fault that I don't get to say crispy critters tonight. Crispy freaking critters, <laughs> man. Crispy freaking critters. <laughs> God, God, that's the worst shit terrible. of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, so apparently we use our bricking after a certain amount of time of not using them, which I find kind of interesting, and it would never happen to me because I use the Wii U a ton, and so does my say. son. <laughs> I still rhymes. use mine, so I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally fucks. playing, <laughs> I'm playing Resident Evil 4 right now, four like every years. night. Wow. So yeah, go check on your Wii U, man. See if he's okay. No, Does it wait, only happen you know if it's no, no, no. if it's plugged I, in? I used it for a video. I used it for a video. Come to think of it, and it was fine. Okay. But is it plugged in or unplugged? Like it's always unplugged. So if it's unplugged, it breaks. If it's plugged in, it still breaks. Or is there a less likely chance? I don't know anything about this. I, I've heard mm-hmm. that it's an old thing that's kind of resurfaced, though. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's not worth talking about, but I just wanted a reason to talk about the Wii U and about how I've been playing Resident Evil 4 on it. And uh, it's, it's still the definitive are version you... of the game. Are you playing the Wii version? <laughs> yeah, the Wii version of Resident Evil oh, 4 yeah, on yeah, yeah. the Wii U. With motion controls, but, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. Right. I'm I'm literally using the Wii U gamepad, like, like sitting two <laughs> feet away from it, like pointing at the gamepad and, oh, wow. and playing it that way. Because That's on the TV, iconic. believe it or not, a Wii game looks like dog shit, so it's like it's un it's just I just can't do it. But so when it's shrinked down on, a, on that little Wii U gamepad, it looks pretty good. I could not play that on a tiny screen like that. It I, works. I would just deal with the pitch. worse graphics. Like well, wait, yeah. wait, doesn't the does the Switch version not have motion controls? No, I wish it did. I can't uh, believe they oh, didn't bring it yeah, over. It they did for Resident Evil Five, which is awesome, but not four. Oh really? They did it for five? Yeah. Yeah, I, it was it was like six months later they added motion controls to Resident Evil Five, um, and I was like really surprised, and, so and uh, that gave me hope about about RE4 getting it after launch, but it never did. Um, yeah, so the Switch version I think is like the definitive version of Resident Evil Five because of the, the motion controls, because it feels really nice actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What about that? Crispy freaking critters. You out of the freezer, see if it still works. Yeah, you should have got a Wii U so you could have played uh, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD since they're never coming to Switch, obviously. Those are expensive games. Um, Twilight Princess HD is $145 right now, and Wind Waker is future. Yeah, I I know all this because I'm going through and selling all my shit, so I had to get a general idea how much all my shit was worth. Sean's literally selling everything. Not like almost everything. Most, almost and everything. he t- he told me the offer, and I'm like, wow, you must have some crazy crap in your collection that's worth that's, crazy money. I mean, it's over 1,400 items, and I, I stopped inventorying <clears> shit. <throat> I told the guy, Christ, man. I was like, this is how much I'm at right now, and I still have tons of totes to go through. I'll give you the shit for free. <laughs> if you say, if oh you my give me God. an offer I like right now, I'll give John, you the shit give for me some free. GameCube game. Just, throw, just he, give me a few. He's coming... <laughs> He's coming from out of town. He's flying in, renting a U-Haul truck, and then picking it up and then driving fucking, I guess it's probably like 14. Let me see. Is he, is he going to flip it, or is he a hardcore collector? No, he's flipping it. His, his channel is about reselling. He's driving oh, 12 okay. hours, 12 and a half hours. 
with oh, a U-Haul truck of fucking Jesus, stuff. man. With a treasure chest oh, of, of retro games. <laughs> Imagine if it if it like stumble like falls off a cliff or something. Do not jinx all this. <laughs> hey, as long as I get my money, I don't give a fuck what happens to it. Like, right. I, no refund. Sorry, bro. Imagine he he picks up all the stuff. He drives to the first stop sign. He gets held at gunpoint. <laughs> give me the U-Haul. Hey, you know if, if you go, it's Sean's go friend. Down, if you go down the other side of the street and you go downtown, man, hey, shit gets a little rough down there. How much it's are you selling on a for? mask? Uh, I'm not going to disclose that, yeah, but I put yeah, it in the chat. It's in the chat. Look, yeah. If you want to look. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's a small fortune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad little chunk yeah. of change. Yeah. But so still, man, you, you got to give me like two games. Collecting. I'm not giving you anything. Right. Um, that's game like 20 two. years of collection. My, my whole mentality is, if I can look at a game and have a memory of it, I'll keep it like a specific memory. And of course I'm keeping a, a lot of switch stuff too. Like not everything. Cause I have a lot of, you know, duplicate stuff where I buy a physical version, but I already have a digital version. And it's just like, it's stupid. Even though I did it with Metroid prime remastered and I'm keeping Metroid prime remastered, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, that's most of the stuff. And some of the stuff is just like really good games. Like, Sonic CD on the on the Sega CD, I really have no nostalgia for. I remember the first time I saw it um, being played over at a, a relative's house, but I really like that game, so I wanted to keep that. You know, Sega Saturn stuff, like stuff like I could have made that like Panzer Dragoon Saga and Dragon Force. I'm not selling those because those were gifts to me, so like I'm keeping those because like you know, a viewer gave me a game that's worth you know a thousand dollars and four hundred dollars respectively, wow. like. I'm not going to get rid of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not doing, I'm not, the whole thing is I'm not doing it because I need money. I'm doing it because it's time. Like it's time to move on. It's time to, you know, it, it was never about collecting and having, you know, cool stuff on the shelves. Like, yeah, it looks cool, but I'm not playing these games with this yeah. fucking thing that I just <clears throat> bought that has everything all on it and hooks up to, you know, HDMI. I'll probably play more retro games on that than I do on original hardware. So why right. not? Sell it to someone who mm. can do something with it and you know that's their yeah. livelihood and then they sell it to a kid who's never played this game before this that and the other so it just it just made sense to me and plus you know i, I had a medical thing that happened in january that cost a lot of money so you know it's nice to have a little bit of a nest egg just in case something like that were to happen again mm. which i don't think it yeah. would yeah um but you know Hopefully. it Dude, is what it is i gotta say though like obviously i'm all about the digital future but uh, the past few months, um, my son's teacher gave me an N64, an NES, uh, that Game Boy behind me, and a bunch of games. And uh, I haven't, I didn't really get around to hooking them up because the wires were all separated. I actually had to buy some wires. But I ended up finally hooking up the N64. I had Ocarina of Time in my hand. Of course, it has a, has a freaking Blockbuster sticker on it, which is bring back memories. I put it in. Didn't work. Blew in it. Put it in. It works. And I'm, something about that experience, booting it up and seeing Ocarina yeah. of Time, the main menu screen, my eyes literally started watering. Because I was like, yeah. nostalgia, insane. Just, like, yeah. I felt it in my heart because I was like, oh, my God, the memories. Because I thought about, you know, like my brother and stuff. And yeah. Well, see, I'm keeping yeah. I have a box gold copy of Ocarina that I'm keeping because when I was 13, I came home from school one day, eighth grade, and there was a box outside of our apartment. And it was from Nintendo and it was addressed to me. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I went inside and I opened <laughs> it up and it was the gold Ocarina of Time. And I was like, 
Holy fucking Holy shit. shit. So at that time, I was a Nintendo Power subscriber. I called my mom up at work. I was like, Mom, you'll never guess what? Nintendo sent me a fucking copy of Ocarina of Time for free. <laughs> and she was like, you weren't supposed to open that. That was, that was a <laughs> Oh, <free."> no. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, I already opened oh. it. She was like, yeah, just, just keep it. It's fine. And I was like, all right. You cool. ruined it. Oh, I, I did ruin it, but I got to play the game, so I didn't give a fuck. That's awesome. awesome though. That's a That's nice a story. story. But yeah, like <laughs> you know, story game games that have a story. I'm keeping a lot of uh like House of the Dead's on the Wii because that's you know that you, you can't light gun games are kind of hard, you know, but you can play them on an HDTV via a Wii U and I'm keeping my Wii U. I'm keeping my backwards compatible PS3 just in case, mm-hmm. you know, like you know. So not everything is going just 80% yeah and with that i think it's been our episode of spot dodge a live nintendo podcast if you made it this far please go subscribe to our audio feed we 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 post the episode there every single week right after we record and uh if you if you're if you're like tuning in late and you want to hear the old the old episodes or this one uh it would mean a lot and uh, please leave us a review and thank you sean rgt85 for coming on the show i haven't gotten to make much content with you despite talking to you almost every day of my life so it's cool having you on the channel and uh, hopefully we can do this me, again though. in the future. People yeah, I, I do. And I read the comments, you guys. RGT people. I read all the comments. Sean doesn't barely read any, but I do. I've seen <laughs> them. Oh, I've seen them. It, you know how hard it is to read all those fucking... I would drive myself nuts. Because probably half of them kill yourself, fucker. And it's like, yeah, okay. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> you cut out, but it was it was like you said a cuss word. Yeah. It looks like it was purposely done that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. That was good. But, uh, was good. Yeah. So, yeah, please uh, give us hey, a thumbs guys. up. And uh, thanks for hanging out. Goodbye. See you. Nice. Bye. Crispy critters. Crispy critters. Crispy critters.